0: Uh, this is uh Josh Dyson with the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Chris and his cocks Uh all the beers that we have to drink. Woodstock, 2023.
1: We're just boys. we We like beer. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We're like Blondale's IPA. Cider styles to the USA, which is boys. Boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Upstate beer, beer. boys. Thank
2: you so much, Josh Dodson from New Group Artisan Brewery, for introing this wonderful day from your festival Woodstock 2023. As always, as you said, in a very colorful way, thank you to Chris Hitchcock for a theme song. <laughs> My co host is always Stephen the Mayor. Find him on Instagram at Southern Bling Beer Reviews. Wayne the Sage, search him on YouTube, Wayne's Beer Delivery. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Wayne's Beer Delivery. And your truly, producer and humble correspondent Chase. Search me on YouTube, Nutmeg2Palmetto, and follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Nutmeg2Palmetto. Woodstock, great time. We're, We're about stuck. to about to head out and talk to a so lot of people, but it wouldn't be right without talking to our best friends first. What a crowd! Oh. Oh.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> what a crowd here in New Groove. It wouldn't be right not to sit down with Jonathan Duke and Josh Johnson, and the the brains in charge of New Groove. Gentlemen, what's where did Woodstock come from? What what's what's this festival mean to the New Groove brand?
0: Oh man, that's uh that's that's very much a Jonathan Duke question. Uh, he's he's working on the POS right now. Signing autographs. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh proving uh, approving manager stuff um it's uh wood wood aged beer like everything beer wise that touches wood is more fantastic than any beer that's not touched wood you know so that's kind of what West talks all about it's uh, a lot of our, our best friends uh locally and some great friends that we've met through the years uh from from states outside of here uh, bringing the best stuff that they put together uh, from a wood edge standpoint
4: so local and i see some names on the list that are coming from like uh, nebraska and chicago and whatnot so tell me what kind of fire stuff can we expect today at uh, woodstock 2023 Oh man, so yeah, like uh, Chicago, uh,
0: uh, more brewing. More brewing's here. They got some uh, barrel aid stouts with like, a lot of adjuncts and, and shit. Uh, stuff, stuff. Um, what was the other? Uh, Nebraska, Jukes. Uh, Jukes uh, is in the house. Uh, they brought uh, a couple of uh, stouts and uh, barley wine, I think. And then. What's the other Nebraska brewery? Uh, not, no, uh, Wiley Roots from uh, from uh, Colorado. Um, uh, brought some place and stuff, and we've done. Uh, we've had an opportunity to brew with them too. Uh, th- uh, Thursday was a brew day with uh, Wiley Roots. Uh, Friday was a brew day with uh, <laughs> Jukes, um, and then today's today's Woodstock. It's time to drink and have fun. Out.
5: Uh, Thank all right all so back. well I just want to say thank you very much to Josh and Duke for allowing us to be here for Woodstock 2023 and for allowing us to actually build a try some beers and talk to other breweries and get some connections for for some future podcast interviews So
2: what forecast a little for us as we go out into the field and try all of your all of the brews that your guests brought today? What should we expect as far as things to have that are fire, things to have that are dark horses? What all of your friends that are here, what should we expect as far as beers to be excited about? i to pick the Oh, man. So,
0: like... Like, we only invite, like, our favorite people. Uh, they're all great at brewing beer. Um, I mean, you have the, 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 the big boys, uh, you know, mores out there. But um, then you have, like, the, some of the local guys, uh, Silos and Southern Side bringing out some bangers. Um, uh, it's just, like... Just a place to have some some fun and drink some great beers that you can't get. Like you, you don't buy this at a store. You know, it's this is all brewery exclusive. Um, if you're not at the brewery the day they release it, you're not getting it. But but they bring it out. I'm sorry. Gone. You're not there. It's gone. You're not there. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they, they bring it out and, and we share it. It's, uh, it's it's just a fantastic experience uh, from, a, from a beer, craft beer standpoint, and like just the shit that's really going on, like things that things that make beer what it is today. Like all these breweries that are here uh, do that.
2: Duke, what are your quote unquote host choices for as we go out and start talking to people? What are the beers that people? should expect as far as the great ones out, the great brews out here, especially for
6: Woodside 2023? Sure. Um, I mean, there's there's definitely distinct breweries that that you know are going to bring great beers, like Jukes. Uh, they have a, a, a banana stout that is fantastic. They have a double barrel body wine that's fantastic. They have an old ale and port barrel that's fantastic. So, like, those are, those are, you know, the styles you expect Jukes to excel at. Um, then we have Wally Roots with the, with the vanilla and coconut um, barrel aged out and then a hazelnut barrel aged out. just just fantastic. But you also have the, the, the closer incendiary, just bringing fire um, with, with everything that we've tasted from there. And the um, the kind of show favorite for me, which doesn't fit in the paradigm of the whole thing to begin with, is the new grass. Uh, check logger. Oh yeah, They're the hard, the eleven yeah. degree check lager just great. Olga bringing great beers from Pensacola, the the coffee style from them, which is a, a really pure coffee flavor that like no green pepper, none of those those yeah. kind of secondary things that you worry about with 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 coffee. It just tastes yeah. like your morning. Olga brought
0: out the uh, the cast the the only cast today, uh, barley wine cast with a with one vanilla bean in the. Single, a single a, vanilla bean. A, vanilla a vanilla single
3: vanilla
0: bean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hunt for the barley wines. That's like I, My first round was to catch all the barley wines, of course, with a pilsner in my hand while I'm tasting. And then I work back through all the other stuff. But yeah, a lot of great beers. All
4: right. Well, thank you guys for inviting us out to this lovely festival we're about to go to. And uh, it sounds like we got some fire beers coming up. Um, so, anything coming up fun for New Groove after this? Fire beers. here?
0: <laughs> yeah, we got the fires. The fires in the tanks, <laughs>
6: <laughs> right? Yeah. And in the barrels, yeah, yeah. So this week we got to do a couple of collabs. We took the opportunity of of these breweries, you know, that traveled halfway across the country to. Uh, we made a beer room, so... Literally halfway. Yeah. yeah. Thursday, we did a stout with the Wally Roots, and we, we tried to make each of these kind of unique to their their style of recipe. So we put our, our touch on it in the kind of the backside with the, how we fermented out the yeast and, and the barrel aging character. But the, the original base beer recipe is very, very kind of unique to those breweries. So uh, Thursday was a Wally Roots stout that you look forward to, and uh, Friday was uh, super excited about this um, Jukes club we did with a... B- Big old
7: uh,
0: barley wine. Uh, Munich, uh, Munich wine, wine yeah. yeah.
5: I heard them talking about that earlier.
6: It's, it's hockey. It's hockey puck sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so we did we did panella sugar which is a natural brown sugar that has all the glasses it comes in hockey in bars unlike brown sugar where they remove it and then add it back this is just like natural and it tastes fantastic sugar, but it tastes great so yeah it came off with a great great like munich sugary character I'm really excited to have that from itself. Um they're right by our barrel brokers that we get a lot of our favorite barrels hey from. girl in uh, in Nebraska, so uh, we're, we're excited to share some, uh, some special, <laughs> unique barrels with them that we can get from there. And they can go pick out. And, yeah, stoked on it. And then Monday we were in a uh, lager club with all Go from Pittsburgh, that they we here. Been a Ryan lager with all Riverbend malts, so uh, all, all local malts. And, uh, excited about that because we, we, when we first opened here, there was there was a friend of ours that was a home brewer. His name was David, and he. Um, he and I really bonded over over Brett and uh, or like the Omega Brett and the rye from uh, Riverbend. So yeah, we we'll we his he passed away unfortunately, but his son's a brewer for Aga, and they're coming up and we're doing we're doing a collab of of rye lager using all Riverbend rye. They have two different types of rye, we're winning them both, and, and just trying to you know, jam out a, a rye lager through the feeder that. Has a lot of that oak tenon character and here comes Alga. And Bryce, Alga. he's right here actually, just walking by us. Walking by about the, the collab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he got nervous and ran away. Yeah, he, he's he's a scaredy cat. But yeah, uh, we're we're super excited about about that beard again. It has so much meaning, like, different depths of uh, uh, through 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 David Langley. Um, so we're we're excited to see how that goes. And yeah, David, that David, this table right here, David put the legs on it. Ah, Dave's they, our dude.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, gentlemen, thank you as always for allowing our attendance here. We're going to go and meet some of your friends that you've invited, and I think
8: we'll do just that, gentlemen.
2: Let's we'll go talk to some people and talk some beer. Let's
5: drink some beer and talk to some people. Thanks again for allowing us to be
1: here. Back road dust blowing in the wind Pickup trucks start rolling in Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low. Oh, oh. Break out of that long, weak state of mind. Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight. Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow. Oh, oh. And we got Zach Brown playing in the background. Cans and the long necks getting nice now. With the stars all shining like a chandelier. It's Friday
4: Epson Care Boys podcast with uh, recent
1: guests and friends
4: from Peach City Brewing in Gaffney, South Carolina. How are we doing today?
9: Good. Doing very well. How are you? Very good.
4: We're doing great. So uh, tell me about the uh, beers that you brought today.
10: Uh, we brought a pistachio coconut barrelage stout and a whiskey sour
4: uh, barrelage uh, seltzer. <laughs> tell me about the names for those.
9: So the The pistachio coconut stout is called My Brewer Left Me in the Dark. It's a 12% pistachio coconut stout. Um, Obviously a play on the barrel aging. My Brewer Left Me in the Dark. Barrel aged beer is left in the dark. And then we've got the whiskey sour, which is um, the end of an untold story. And that one is just... It's our take on a whiskey sour, um, but it is a very in-depth, very deep sour and it's awesome
4: you know I had both of them and what I found about great about the uh brewer left me in the dark is that it's actually got a green tinge to it which I was like that's kind of weird but then the pistachios came into play I I heard that so it made lots of sense and the flavor profile is fantastic so you guys are knocked out of park so what is your uh connection to new grew brewing here in Bowling Springs
9: uh we I mean just that we're we're kind of beer beer neighbors. Uh, we've we met up with Jonathan Duke probably a couple of months ago and learned about the Woodstock Festival and they invited us down here to for it. So we're hoping to do a collab in the very near future. But as of now, we are just awesome beer neighbors.
4: That's great. And is this your first beer fest? Yes. Yes, this is our one. first
9: as a beer. This is our first festival as a brewery. We've both been to others in the past, but this is our first one as a brewery.
4: So since we just had you guys on the podcast, we know a little bit about your location and things like that. So out of the beers here, outside of your own, what is your favorite spin that you've tried that is not your own concoction? Uh,
10: what was, I'm trying to think of the name. Somebody, it was a barrel-aged stout that he just put a certain kind of wood into it. So it
4: tasted like cinnamon and vanilla.
11: From...
4: Uh, I believe that was Petty Thieves and that is an uh, Amarano beer. Yes.
11: Yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. It was awesome, yeah. I, I, I've had that and actually New Groove has one of their barrel aged. I don't know if they had it here but for their uh, Black Friday they had an Amarano, Amarano version. And it's phenomenal that the type of barrel can give it a cinnamon flavor to it. Yeah, no, I was. it was really awesome. awesome. Yeah,
9: I'm... I was thinking of the Amor Artis, um, one of the, they brought a sour, and that was my favorite, hands down, of the day, and I can't think of the name of it.
4: Well, that's okay. There's a lot of beers here and a lot of breweries. So, anything new coming up for Peach City there in Gaffney that you'd like to promote?
9: We've got a chili cook-off coming up for um, the Super Bowl. So we're doing a Super Bowl party open until about 11, whenever the game ends, and we're doing a chili cook-off with a $50 gift card for the winner. Um, Other than that, we may or may not be doing a plated dinner for Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. We're still kind of figuring that part out.
10: But
8: we'll Um, know in the next week.
9: Yeah. No, I'm here. And then as far as new beers...
10: Just just the larger.
9: Well we've got our, our naughty, larger. Our naughty and nice beers coming out oh, for Valentine's nice Day. Yeah.
4: You said Imperial Lager? You had my interest right
10: there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. So we'll get those out. So yeah, we're
4: planning for Valentine's
10: the, Day right now.
9: That Imperial Lager will be one of the naughty beers for naughty and nice. <laughs> yes. yes.
4: Sounds good to me. All right, well, Aaron, Brittany, thank you so much. Thank you for coming out. Thanks for being on the show multiple times. Uh, Can't wait to see all the great things coming out of Gaffney for you guys and uh, any parting words you'd like to have.
9: Cheers. (laughs) <laughs> All right.
4: Upstate your Voice Podcast. Keep it here. Thank you. Well, it's been two months since I drank a
1: little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another nothing but a long-haired hillbilly. I'm sitting here drowning in a cold beer. and Don't tell her you saw me here.
2: Welcome back into the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Chase, the producer, running around finding some people to talk to. I got Alex and Allison, owners of Kiwi Brewing Company in Seneca. So that's in the Upstate, or in the Upstate. So, but it's a little bit off the beaten track from Greenville and Spartanburg. So, what brought you up to New Groove and Boiling Springs today? Yeah. So, um, Allison
12: and I actually both grew up in Spartanburg. Um, I spent a lot of time in Boiling Springs, and uh, our, our family still lived out here for the last couple years. Uh, they both just oh, yeah, recently uh, relocated out to Seneca with us. but uh, So we've, we've been around here for a long time, but just got to know Jonathan and Josh really well. And, um, yeah, just, they make great beer. We're
13: good yeah. friends and we love coming to see them.
2: Beer, beer and friends are a very uh, immaculate combination, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So they're some of the best in the industry. So let's talk about what you brought today. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's pouring out of these
12: taps right here? So we have two different beers. Um, we have one called Piece of the Pie that we released on Black Friday this past year. It is a barrel-aged stout with apples, cinnamon, and graham crackers in it. And then we also brought um, one called Working Overtime, which will be released on Monday. We haven't released it in our tap room yet. Um, barrel-aged stout also with uh, pecans, cinnamon, Tahitian, and Madagascar vanilla in it.
13: We also brought hop water. Um, I know it's not a wood-aged uh, beer, but it's just very refreshing. It's really nice to have in between a couple of you know, big beers. Keeps you refreshed, keeps you going throughout the day. Um, we find ourselves drinking it at the tap room every day, um, just keeping ourselves hydrated and that nice, you know, little crispy hoppy, uh, you know, taste to it. Yeah, easy, an easy makes it feel like an easy drinking beer, but there's some alcohol in it, and we, you know, keep, keeps us going and keeps us hydrated. <laughs>
2: That was my next question. I was all set up like that's a non-alcoholic offering, but there is alcohol in it.
12: No, there is no alcohol. No. It. Yeah, okay. so, yeah it, it literally is just water and hops and carbonation. So, no calories, no carbs, no alcohol, no nothing. It's it's um, really easy to drink and really refreshing. It really helps out
13: with people who have tried to do Dry January, but they kind of miss their hops. So. <laughs> Uh,
2: I think I'll, uh, take a little sip of one of these. You, uh, you poured for me the, uh, pecan one. Yeah, working overtime. Yeah. There's a, um, the aroma is very, very sweet. It's kind of like part chocolate, part something else.
12: Probably getting a lot of vanilla and cinnamon off the, the the nose those two come out pretty
2: pretty heavily it's very blended i'm thinking probably i'm getting the cinnamon more but yeah. it's very very blended there's a lot more vanilla in the flavor to me yeah <laughs> And it's and it's it's smooth like it's over ten percent, but it's not a kicker by any stretch of the
13: imagination.
12: Right, exactly. So it's been it's been aging for about twenty months. So uh, it's got plenty of time to mellow out and uh, and blend and be pretty smooth.
13: Yeah, we really like the pecans in it. It just kind of you, t- you get the pecans
2: more on the back end, and it kind of just provides a nice smooth finish. Is that typical? Whether it, regardless of how intentional it is, is that the process to? bring down the ABV with the, throughout the aging process, or just bring down the effect of the ABV. Well, it, a,
12: a lot of beers if they're younger, seem to be a little hotter. Um, time kind of gives things melt. It, it actually raises the ABV on it, but it just kind of gives it time to mellow out and, and not be quite as hot uh, off, that, off that taste for you.
2: And, uh, of course, we're sitting here at a festival, Woodstock 2023. There's a lot of people here. So, what's the brewer's perspective as far as everything else here so your beers are great what's the best beer you've had that's not your own
13: well, we just got started. Yeah, <laughs> so,
12: yeah, we're we're right, we're right next to Juke Dale Works out yeah, of uh, I guess Nebraska, and, and they brought yeah. some really really not, cool they're offerings. They're so, so they're um, really, the only stuff that we've had the opportunity to try yes. yet, but I'm um, really impressed with their stuff as well. Yeah.
13: We're we're really excited. Just um, there there aren't a lot of beer festivals in South Carolina, um, so we're excited to be here and see a lot of people, um, you know, from our Upstate area, but also from Charleston and just surprisingly around the United States that have come out for this. Um,
7: just hair yeah, and or a wood oh, yeah, a um, like,
13: and yeah just yeah, really looking yeah, forward to seeing yeah,
2: what everyone's yeah, been bringing yeah, still, still good. yeah i noticed that a lot like normally these festivals the, the few that are popping up they're, they're still very centrally locally um, emphasized but they're this one particularly has some places from outside the state as well. Um, before we wrap up and tour to break, what's one thing you want to tell the audience about Kiwi Brewing Company? Well what's a sell your sell your brand or tell them maybe it's a fun fact that maybe they wouldn't realize otherwise.
12: Yeah so uh, we're O'Conee County's first brewery we've been open three and a half years we're uh, just a couple of miles away from Clemson uh, and Clemson University. But um, we've always said we're kind of out on our own little island out there. Uh, up, up until recently, there haven't been many breweries out that direction uh, kind of past Greenville. Um, so we, we like our little uh, little slice of heaven out, out in Seneca. So uh, hopefully people will make the drive out there and come see us and, and hang out. Yeah, we
13: have, like Alex said, we're out in Oconee County, the you know, farthest west point in South Carolina just underneath the mountains. We've got beautiful lakes, beautiful hiking trails, you know,
2: gateway to the mountains and everything like that, so if you're, you know, if you're thinking of coming out and going hiking or anything you know, stop by and see us we're right there, just south of Lake Huey just a little bit north of Lake Hartwell, and just west of Holmes. Alex, Alice, thank you so much for joining us on the show, and uh, I think I'm going to have another little sip of that apple one, if it's okay with you too absolutely, yeah.
1: stay with us we'll have more from Woodstock 2023 say goodbye to the cold And find your flip flop state of mind See some blue through your red ray bands I see the cool
5: back in upstate beer boys podcast down here in beautiful boiling springs south carolina today and come out to woodstock so i just was walking around going uh brewery to brewery table and i run into a very familiar face so tell me who you are and what brought you here
14: well my name is bill fox love love uh love my craft beers but uh what brought me here was, I think, New Groove is my favorite brewery in the upstate, and quite possibly the best brewery in the upstate. So I figured they were having a beer festival, they're going to have some amazing beers here. So they brought out
5: some really good breweries that normally don't distribute down here. Uh, have you gotten to try a good, many brewer, a good many beers so far?
14: Not yet, I'm just getting started. But uh, I've been to Orpheus, uh, Jukes, uh, Wiley, and uh, Wiley, I guess and uh that they the beers have been so far amazing what you have to watch is they're all pretty high abv beers so you need to take small pours and take it easy because we've got four hours of this to go there you go well uh, is there anything uh you want
5: to talk about other than being out here beers your travels a beer i mean you travel a good bit uh and get to try all kinds of beers. Is there any place that you've been that just blew you away that
14: wasn't the upstate beers? Recently on my trip to Indianapolis, I got to stop by Columbus, Indiana, 450 North. They have amazing fruited sours, uh, overly fruited sours, but that's not a bad thing. Um, also Zool in Knoxville is another one of my stops when I'm going back and Absolutely. Forth. Looking forward to trying what they have today. So uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing this we've been doing these craft beers for about 30 years. good deal well thank you for your time and stay with us. Back road dust
1: blowing in the wind pickup trucks start rolling in sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low oh oh break out of that long week state of mind gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight wind chimes ringing swinging side to side real slow oh Oh, and we got Zach Brown playing in the background. Cans and the long necks getting nice now with the stars all shining like a chandelier. It's Friday.
4: from upstate beer boys podcast we have found logan from incendiary brewing out of winston salem north carolina how are you
15: doing today i'm doing really well it's a beautiful day down here in south carolina
4: i'm shocked there is not one cloud in the sky and the sun is out and it is fantastic weather for the winter
15: yeah it was a little chilly setting up at 10 o'clock this morning but it's uh, it's warmed up significantly <laughs>
4: All right, and for those who don't know, we're at Woodstock 2023 here at New Groove Artisan Brewing, Bowling Springs, South Carolina. It's a wood-age beer festival. Um, so what is incendiary's ties to New Groove?
15: Just uh, overall kind of similar similar beer philosophy. We both like really big kind of thick, sweet, barrel-aged stouts and uh, barley wines. We had the pleasure of coming down here and pouring at the Crispy Fest uh, back in last spring, I think, last summer or something like mm-hmm. that. And, yeah, they were kind enough to ask us to come back and pour at Woodstock.
4: Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I kind of missed it. The podcast, we missed out on that for various reasons. We won't go into that right now. So tell us about the beers that you brought today.
15: Yeah, so we brought two barrel-aged stouts. One, the first is our Untethered Angel Series. It's a non-adjuncted blend of Stag Jr. and Jim Beam Rye Barrels. It's uh, aged between 24 and 26 months. No adjuncts, it's just a straight-up Imperial Stout blend, Um, really just trying to let the base beer and the barrel character shine. The other barrel-aged stout we brought is called Masterful Deception. It's another blend, barrel-aged stout, anywhere between a little bit younger, 8 months and 24 months on this blend, and this was conditioned on 25 pounds per barrel of cinnamon waffles and a really beautiful Ethiopian coffee from black and white coffee roasters in Durham, North Carolina. Coffee is really nice, high acid, really fruity coffee. Kind of helps cut the sweetness from that waffle character. And then the last one we brought, we kind of intended as like a palate cleanser in between these two. It's called Pillars of Creation. It's an India pale lager that we just released. Uh, whirlpooled heavily with Simcoe and Mosaic Cryo, and then dry hops pretty aggressively, but just one time with uh, our select talus and more Mosaic Cryo. So kind of like a really rich blueberry pine sap aroma, nice and dry, nice stiff bitter backbone to it. So good cleanser between those two sweet beers.
4: Now, I'm, that's what I'm drinking right now. If you, you just told me it's India Pale Lager, I would swear it's an India Pale Ale as much uh, dry hop as it got, but uh, it's got a really good flavor profile to it, so thank you. Thank
15: you. Yeah, definitely. We uh, kind of sell this in the top room, more like a West Coast IPA. Uh, India Pale Lager kind of feel like has some negative connotation to it. Sometimes people kind of stray away from it, but you I know, just kind of tell people more the flavor profile, and they definitely enjoy it instead of telling them it's an India Pale Lager.
4: Nice, nice, nice. So uh, since we're here in South Carolina, not in Winston-Salem, Take a few minutes and tell us about the uh, tap room and location there in Winston Salem. What can you expect?
15: Yeah, definitely. So, our downtown tap room in Winston Salem, North Carolina, is located in the old R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Factory. We have a massive patio outside where we host the summer concert series from uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. We have pretty big headliner bands every weekend, local acts throughout the week. So there's pretty much always live music at the brewery. The patio is a great place for families. There's always kids on skateboards and scooters riding around, dogs running around. Just a really nice, fun kind of family atmosphere. And we do have a second location that we just opened. It's about 20 minutes outside of Winston in Louisville, North Carolina. It's our production facility. So we just commissioned a 30-barrel brew house out there for kind of production and distribution growth. But that has a much more kind of laid-back. Uh, the facility is actually on an old winery that shut down. So a really beautiful kind of country vibe out there a bunch of fire pits once again big focus on live music out there as well pet and kid friendly so just trying to make sure that anyone everyone that wants to come is comfortable and can have a nice time
4: so repurposing a tobacco factory and a winery and a 30 barrel system that's a lot of beer you guys can produce
15: right it's a lot of beer we have to produce now that we have this system so as of right now we only distribute in the triad so most of our beer stays in Winston-Salem. We send some up to Greensboro and some to High Point, but other than that, we really aren't pushing any product outside of our, our immediate home. So the goal of this 30-barrel system is to grow our distribution footprint throughout the state, trying to focus on like the Raleigh-Durham market first, and then Charlotte, and then potentially moving farther west into the high country and maybe even out to the beach.
4: Uh, just a fun fact, uh, South Carolina's not that far from Charlotte.
15: South Carolina is not that far from Charlotte. Um, I unfortunately don't know all the logistics of uh, interstate commerce for alcoholic products, so I, I know we can sell in North Carolina right now. I don't know if uh, South Carolina is you know, in our sights for the future, but I'm sure if the demand's there, we'll try and get some beer down here.
4: All right, so you heard it here first. Uh, they're expanding, hopefully, maybe a South Carolina, we'll see, but definitely more in North Carolina so out of the beers they've had here which is there's a lot of beers here a lot of great stuff what is your favorite you've had today that's not incendiary
15: Ooh. so this might being that we're at woodstock in a barrel aged beer festival this might be a little little faux pas and i might get you know grilled for this later but my favorite beer is actually a four percent petite ipa from prolific brewing company called mckenzie it's a dry hopped with i think they said talus and mckenzie hops but it's just a little four percent banger, great hop character, nice and dry. Something that, you know, I can have a couple of and still drive back to Winston later.
4: You know, after all these ten percent, fourteen percent beer, is a nice four or five percent to drop you down. Is it's definitely helpful. Well, Logan, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we can move into the uh, western or eastern North Carolina area up to the Triad and come see you guys. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Any parting words you'd like to have for our listeners?
15: No, we appreciate you being here. Appreciate you taking the time to interview me. You know, the good folks here at New Brew Brewing Company and everyone that came out on this beautiful day. And if you're ever up in Winston, feel free to come by and uh, say hey and try some beers. All right, right, will do. Keep it here, up. It's an upstate Beer Boys podcast.
1: Well, it's been two months since I drank a little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed it up for stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another muddle, long haired hillbilly. I'm sitting here drowning in a cold beer. And I won't tell her you saw me here.
5: Welcome back to Upstate Brew Boys podcast out here at Woodstock. With me today is some uh, people that we haven't really talked to
16: yet, but uh, tell me who you are and where are you from? Hey, I'm uh, Nate Powell. I brew out at Silos Brewing Company, and we're in Easley, South Carolina. Yeah, I'm um, Kenny
17: and Driggers. I help Nate and oversee brew operations at uh, Silos Brewing Company.
16: So, Nate, what brought you here? Man, uh, we got an email a while back from uh, Duke, and he was inviting us to, uh, invited us out, and so we've been good friends with these guys for a long time. They do it right here at New Groove, so we just wanted a chance to come uh, share our wares with Boiling Springs, man share the beer. Yeah, they
17: came out to uh, the Silo's Beer Festival last September and uh, told us that they were going to be putting on uh, an event where everything, every beer had touched wood at some point. And uh, we, they saw, you know, probably 14 of our barrels or so and said, hey, would you be interested? And of course, we said yes.
16: So what did y'all bring today? Uh, we brought today uh, a um, Scotch Wee Heavy, h uh, and a wheat whiskey barrel from a local distillery 6 and 20 in greenville uh aged for over a year we brought uh pumpkin town uh, uh barrel aged rum barrel aged pumpkins uh, okay so and then we brought uh a malt liquor that we aged on wood staves and stainless nice so you
5: hadn't had time to drink anyone's beer yet have you have you had time to sample anybody's
16: beer? We've uh, gotten we've got, are I've we gotten one. To say yes?
5: <laughs> well, no, it's <laughs> not a trick question. <laughs> is that, it, that was just one a of our little. This a test? No, that was just not one yet. of our not little. Yet, no. Okay, no, so you haven't really. had chance to drink anybody's beer.
16: Not yet, but eagerly anticipating that moment.
5: Okay, so is there anything before we wrap up? Is there anything that y'all have upcoming? Um, anything at the brewery? Anything, new beers that y'all want to talk about?
17: Um, I would say, I mean, we're doing a steak cook-off in downtown Easley coming up in March, but um, we don't distribute our beer, so really the only place to find it is at a beer festival or at the brewery, so just encourage people to come on out and, you know, come try the stuff because it is made in small quantities and uh, it's only available in-house, so... If you want to come try it it's the only way to get it
5: do y'all have any karaoke nights bingo nights or anything special that y'all do at y'all's uh,
17: we do music usually every thursday friday saturday kind of all spring through fall so we'll be firing that back up soon and so just uh, live music three days a week and just
16: a, a good time every other day yeah, we're on a, we're on a small three-and-a-half barrel system, so uh, our beer's always changing, so you can follow us on our website or social media. We try to update that, keep an active tap list on Instagram. So, yeah, uh, it's a very unique spot out in Easley. We're in the base of the silos on the end of Main Street. So, yeah, we'd love to see uh, see folks come out and check us out.
5: Well, thank you all both, Kenny and Nate,
16: for sitting and talking
5: with us. And stay with us as we bring in more guests.
1: Say goodbye to the cold, I th- it's time for a new suntan. Find your flip flop state of mind. See some blue through your red or bands. I see in the cooler, drop down to Lake Michigan.
2: Welcome back to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Mr. Chase here, wandering around, finding more people to talk to. I'm here with M. Goodwin, owner and head brewer down at Charlestown Fermentary. You're a big name around these parts, but you're from the Lowcountry, so what we'll brought you up to the Upstate and Boiling Springs here at Newgroove at Woodstock 2023?
18: Just thought I'd come up and uh, share some uh, some beers with you all.
2: Speaking of that beer, let's talk about what you brought.
18: Cool. Uh, so I brought three things. Um... I brought Olo, which is basically a natural wine-inspired wild ale. Uh, I brought El Reo, which is um, a release we do every year for Cinco de Mayo, which is a tequila barrel-aged golden sour that we then kind of treat with uh, margarita ingredients. So you got lime, agave, uh, sea salt. And then last we brought... the latest in our churn series, which is a barrel aged imperial stout. So that spent 12 months in local whiskey barrels uh, from Charleston. And then we aged this one on almonds, coconut, uh, chocolate, and vanilla.
2: I'm sipping on the El Rayo, which, again, a lot of that lime saltiness type of in the aroma.
3: What well, was the
18: ABV on this? <laughs> it's uh, it's only about five. It's under it's oh, five, okay. Okay. but uh, but it spends a few months in in tequila barrels, so you get a lot of that tequila character and uh, and the lime. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was thinking like, oh wow, that's sneaky. But I guess it can't be sneaky if it's five percent. No, 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 no <laughs> sneak,
18: sneaky low. You can you can drink that one. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah it just kind of tastes like lime juice.
18: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Um. So. You got this one, you got the wine one, and then you've got this that bourbon barrel, that, that big barrel age one. Mm-hmm. People typically think of barrel age, they think of stouts, they think of big dark beers. Yep. And two of your three selections are obviously not that. Yep. So, what was your thought process deciding which, like, you know, you don't probably like you didn't necessarily want to be penciling in a box with bringing all stouts. So, what mm-hmm. was your thought process in deciding how, how different to be, so to speak?
18: Um, so you know, choosing the beers to bring up here, I wanted to kind of have a nice variety. You know, these are all beers that we don't uh, distribute; these are only available in the tap room. So I wanted to bring some fun stuff up here that, you know, unless you happen to be in town when we had these available, uh, you might not be able to find up here. Um, and yeah, so obviously we brought you know a, a dark beer for the people that want to want to try that. You know, it's a cooler weather beer, so uh, appropriate for the for the day. Um, and then bringing uh, just a couple other things to kind of just show the range of what wild or barrel aged beers can be, um, and what we can do with them. Speaking of distribution, you are
2: out there a lot, and people seem to always what what seems to get a lot of the love out in the distribution are the hazies. Mm-hmm. But is that, is that kind of how you want your brand to be known as a hazy king, or do you kind of want people to know you as more of these oddball type of styles?
18: If, you know if, if, if people like anything that we put out, that's great. Um, but you know I, you know more than anything, I just want to be I want people to, to be confident when they see our name on something, no matter what the style is that they're going to enjoy it. So you know um, we do have a pretty nice, uh, nice range of beers that we brew. Um, we like to think that they're done well. Um, and then for me, you know, whatever we're brewing, I just want to make sure that you know that the quality is top notch more than anything, and that the customers and uh, the people drinking it enjoy it
3: this this
2: one's very very quality i definitely want to try i want i definitely want to have something that uh is a higher A D V just to see the range of that as well we're of course at a festival a lot of places at this festival what's the best beer you've had today that's not your own
18: oh man uh you know we're we're still pretty early i haven't had much of a chance to roam just yet um but uh everything i've had so far has been great
2: before we toss the break what's one thing you want to tell the audience about charlestown for many your brand what you offer just maybe or even a fun fact about your brand or your brewery what's one thing you want to what's your final word to the audience about charlestown and to, to get people to come out and visit you
18: um well we just opened a new tap room which is exciting um it's mostly uh, outdoor space we got an acre of land uh, parking, basically everything that if you visited our tap room in the past, everything we don't have there, we've got we've got now in our new space. I was gonna bring up because I've been to the
2: original one, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, wow, the parking here, this is tough.
18: <laughs> yep. yep. So the new space uh, kind of solves some of those uh, shortcomings, I guess uh, you could say, of the of the original location, which was which is still open as well. Awesome. And between the two, like, is it gonna be the
2: same beers or both? Or are you gonna split off your offerings between one location and the other?
18: It's, it's generally going to be the same, um, and then we'll, you know, we have the occasional uh, seller offering or, or, or special release at, at either place. So always something exciting at, at both locations. Awesome. Adam, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, please. Go uh, wander around.
1: You go, find, you go grab some beers, and I'll find some more people to talk to. How about that? All right, absolutely. Enjoy the day. Thank you. Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in. Sky turning colors when the sun starts singing low. Oh, oh. Break out of that long, weak state of mind. Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight. Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow. Oh, oh. And we got Zach.
4: upstate beer boys podcast we've got bo and john from more brewing company or is it How's it pronounced it's more more yeah. okay not sure anymore <laughs> more brewing company out of uh Phillip park, Phillip park. Uh, it's illinois chicago suburb chicago, well right about chicago illinois suburb over there gentlemen how are we doing today we're
19: doing Good. great doing having a great, great time man. yeah
4: all right so we're here in bowling spring south carolina for the woodstock wood age beer festival what brings you to uh south carolina How, what's your ties to
20: new groove uh so we actually met john at uh zool's festival um about a m- month or two back and uh, we we're actually pouring right next to each other and we started sharing each other's beers and we had a few of his uh particularly his barley wine and his double barrel aged barley wine that uh really blew us away and he went he you know we reached out we had a great time at the fest and then he reached out and he said we're doing a barrel aged uh, beer festival and asked if we want to be want to be involved and I said hell yeah So <laughs> we, we made sure to uh to bring some of uh our uh, our favorite barrel-aged beers to the fest, and uh, I think it's been a great turnout today. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we've been super
19: pumped and pour. We're pouring uh, two of our. We just celebrated five years uh, this past year, so we brought two of our anniversary beers, which is uh, two of our henna variants: henna double rainbow, which is a Neapolitan uh, ice cream stout, and then uh, birthday, which is a German chocolate cake stout. And then we're also pouring our uh, yearly double mash, a uh, straight barrel. Uh, Mendy, which is a, a really nice bourbon barrel blend, so we're super pumped to be sharing that with North Car- or South Carolina here.
4: Yeah, the uh, Mendy is, uh, well, is it it's a barley wine or a stout?
19: It's an imperial stout, double dash,
4: yeah. Yep. Big old Well, it is, uh, it is definitely smooth, and it's definitely uh, deceptively dangerous, as I <laughs> yeah. like to say.
19: 14.8%, uh, you know, just straight barrel sludge, it's a lot, it's super good, <laughs> it's I really good, like yeah, it. It's, it's one of our favorites, for sure. Yeah.
4: Well thank you for bringing it down, Um, so since you guys are out of the Illinois area, tell us a little bit about your brewery, the location, history, anything you'd like to uh,
20: share with us. Yeah, so um, our first location was our Villa Park location, it's a, uh, we started on a 10 barrel brew system, Uh, we have a full restaurant uh, in the building as well, so um, we've had that operating for about, um, well it's going on six years now. and at the beginning of uh about february 2020 is when we opened up our production facility in huntley illinois uh where we run a 30 barrel brew system it's our uh we have canning line bottling line and um uh, it was actually a uh an old uh, car dealership that we ended up turning into our our uh, our production facility because it was uh it was it was already pretty suited for for us to move in tanks and kind of get going and uh and now we're actually uh, about to open up our third location, which is going to be lager focused We're going to have a lot of horizontal tanks and uh, really kind of open up our uh, our lager portfolio quite a bit, which we're really excited about. So the Imperial
4: Stouts are brewed at the dealership because those are considered motor oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny because I work at a car dealership. That's neither here nor there. But uh, so three facilities, that sounds great.
20: Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been great. We're really excited. Uh, especially to have some focus on the third one where we're, uh, it'll be lager focused. We, we we sell a tremendous amount of lager at both of our locations already, um, so it's it, it's great to now have, uh, you know, you can come in to get three or four different lagers, you know, on top of several other uh, <laughs> ales and um, barrel-aged beers we, we try to always have on tap for whenever you decide to come on in.
4: Okay, so... You know, you guys brought some phenomenal beers. What is your favorite beer that you've tried outside of your own here today?
19: Oh, oh man. man. I got so many to choose from. I've been really on like a wild sour kick. So I tried out some of the stuff from Barique. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, uh, They Barique had, they had a, like a wet hop, strata, and peach sour. That was Phenomenal! It was super, super good. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's
20: Al- Alga had like a barley wine. Their barley wine was incredible. Yeah. The, the barley. Uh, the stuff from Orpheus. Um, I think he had a couple barley wines and a, a couple non agent stouts, all barrel-aged as well. Um, just amazing stuff. The guys from New Groove. Uh, th- th- their beers are amazing. Um, and uh, uh, New Grass. I just met those uh, boys today. They they brought some heat. It was. Um, yeah, he gave me I, I don't even know if it was one of the barrel age beers but it was the uh schwartz beer that he brought and it was yeah it, it was top notch it was
4: really really good i can tell you personally from experience anything from new grass is fire anything new group is fire yeah uh you guys brought some fire too so
20: appreciate it
4: um any final words you'd like to have for our, our listening audience here
20: yeah, I, I, this was an amazing fest. I'm. Uh, I, I love that it was focused on barely each beers. Uh, I also learned that you guys do a crispy, a, a crispy boy fest, or, you know. Yeah, they do in the uh, spring. Yeah, I, I love the. I love the very like focused, nuanced sort of fest that uh, you know can bring some like-minded people uh, together, serve their beer, and uh, you know, uh, same with the customers coming out. to Try it. It was. Uh, it was. I think it was a great success for the first one. Yeah, and if you guys ever find yourself up in the you know northern side of
19: this uh, country, up in Chicago, we got yep. three locations. We we'll make it real easy for you right off some of the train lines. So we'd love to have you come by more and try some of these stouts for yourself. We also have some insane hop saturated <laughs> IPAs and yep. some killer sours. So yep. and again, yep. awesome loggers, especially. Yep. So come on stop on by. We'd love to uh, share you some
20: Midwestern love. Yep, restaurant, full food, uh, Indian, cuisine, Indian, cuisine, Indian cuisine, all that Indian stuff. Indian cuisine too. Yeah some of the best around yeah yeah so all
4: right so um guys just tell us quickly what your roles are with the brewery here since you're not from the local area yeah i'm uh i'm bo so i'm the creative director i work
19: everything that has to do with our visual identity outside of the can and love what i do you know labels and social media is kind of the back backbone of my work and being able to uh make the beer look
20: as pretty as it tastes so that's what i do uh i'm john i'm uh I started off as a brewer, uh, still brewing over there, but uh, 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 took the role as a brewery operations manager recently, and um, yeah, just uh, doing a little bit of everything.
4: (laughs) All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming down here to South Carolina, bringing your fire beer, and uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, and uh, can't wait to um, try some more of your stuff.
20: Yeah, cheers, man.
1: Thanks for having us.
4: All right, Upstate Girl Boys podcast. Keep it here.
1: Well, it's been two months since I drank a little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never love me. Said I was another muddle, long-haired hillbilly. I'm sitting here drowning in a cold beer, and I won't tell her you saw me here. Yeah.
2: Welcome back into the Upstate Beer Boys podcast from Woodstock 2023. Pro- producer Chase here with an old buddy, Jared Head Brewer at Liability Brewing Company. Jared, how you doing? Good man. Good to see you. <laughs> Always good to see you, my friend. Um, so, Liability, of course, is in Greenville. That's the Upstate, Spartanburg area, Boiling Springs, Greater Upstate. So it wasn't that too far. It wasn't really that far of a run for you to come here. But what brought you here? What what what, what does what what was the uh, driving push that brings liability out to Woodstock? It's it's
21: you know you're right just right up the street you know up eighty five which sucks, but <laughs> 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 uh, Duke, uh, me and Duke and Josh go way back to like our homebrew years. Uh, Duke will love to hear this because uh, I always talk about how I beat him in homebrew competitions, you know. Uh, <laughs> Currently? back in the day. That was back in the day, you know, <laughs> before we were officially brewers, so when well, he was putting this on, I was super excited. We've always been excited about Wednesday's beer, and uh, even me and him
11: did a beer for our wedding,
21: uh, I bought and, and red wine berries, which is,
2: I, I did it again in the brewery because it, it was just such a good beer, you know? It's a great segue, because we want to talk about, of course, what you brought today, so what are the beers that Liability brought out to New Groove at Woodstock?
21: Gotcha. So that's, uh, like I just said, uh, the red wine-aged quad, wine. it's called and Say. Uh, I think it was like 13-something percent, or I it's like 11-7. The other one's 13. And uh, we aged that red wine barrels for a little less than a year. Uh, I made that beer for my wife uh, at our wedding. Oh, I know, right? You know, I love her. She loves me. Um, but, uh, <laughs> for the listeners' benefit, she's standing about a foot away from him. <laughs> all, all the all the points I can get, right? Let me talk a <laughs> but, uh, so at our wedding, right, we had the bar, and obviously my brewer so I have beer, and she got me into wine. So you go to the bar and it says his drink beer, her drink wine. So this is uh, a combination of us, you know. Here in red
2: wine, is great. That's beautiful, and I can say, like, I'm drinking it, and it does have a lot of wine characteristics. It smells very red winey, very grapey if that's a word. Um, the flavor, it's got a lot of those kind of, like, tannin-sour. Tannins. Tannins. T- tannins. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear people say the word tannin anymore. I don't know if my brain has ever grasped what tannin means. It's like this little it's, tart it's
21: not sour, but, like, dry, you know, kind of It's such an interesting beer, like, I, I don't know how to describe it, you know? Uh, but that was one of the first ones we did, and absolutely loved making that one. And then I got uh, Russian Hero Scout, aged in the uh, Davidson Reserve Barrels. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, we got a silver medal at U.S. Open for that one last year. Uh, we brewed it in 2020, so it's been aging for the a while. The Davidson long. one! Uh, no, the Timmins. The tenant uh, uh wait uh, uh, You know, I'd send it off Isles who goes on, you know, quads, red wine, uh, and get came of with the silver. I'm like, oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah, so the other one we have in Davidson Reserve Barrels uh, is the uh, Russian Imperial Stout. It's called To the End of His Days. So, Thirteen point two percent, something like that. Uh, and man, is this
2: so smooth? and like whiskey, coconut on there huh? It is very smooth. When I came to Sifness, I bought a bottle of each, and uh, that one and um, oh, the sign fell of Seinfeld beer. Um, uh, final place, thank you. Thank uh, you final place, yeah. the confidence. Yes, I bought a bottle of each, and uh, I split the I split the one you brought today with the guys and our, our main man, Eddie, Albert at Clock Tower. Big hit, big hit around the circle. Yeah, dude, I, I'm
21: glad, oh, dude, I, you know, me and Eddie, I love Eddie, uh, he has a great little spot in the bar, and in, in, in Simpsville, excuse me. It, it's, if I'm gonna drink downtown Simpsville, that's where I go, so.
2: Awesome. Glad you hear some with him. Yeah, so. What category did this uh quad win? Most random category of things you could make in a beer. Well, they they actually put out a um, I think it was a wine wine age
21: category. Like, cool, because I that's one of my favorite things. It's like doing some off the wall stuff, like aging and red wine with beer. Uh,
2: I mean, nothing says off the wall like liability.
21: <laughs> well, yeah, we don't we don't play it safe. It's- <laughs> Usually, but I, even there's a couple guys This gonna guy have port wine and there's another red, red wine sour over here, so it's always cool to see that. And that's the beauty of this kind of festival, is people from all over the country are here making different kinds of beers, and, you know, we get to share and
2: collaborate, Bring beer together. I, I noticed that. I mean, a lot of these festivals that South Carolina is starting to put out, they're very locally based, which is obviously great. Um, but this one has a lot more places from outside the border, the state border, than, than most of the other ones.
21: It definitely like creates an attraction. So yeah, like uh, there's at least six breweries here that I've never had beer of from, and like two or three of them I've never even heard of. So that's great. And, Do- and Deutsche Plattenung, you know, helping out, but with- this festival was great too. We have a Deutsche brewery house. We love Deutsche. So it, it really is a community event.
2: And speaking of, speaking of the festival environment, everyone that's here, you've been wandering a little bit, I've noticed. What's the best beer you've had so far that's not your own? Petty Thieves has uh, this pineapple
21: mixed culture sour that is just off the chain. Uh, the, They've roasted pineapples and it's them for like three months. It is so unique. Uh, that's probably been the one I've had so far that I'm really excited about. And um, Osteus is right next to us. I got to try his barley wine right at, right at the beginning. And that's going to be our one to be today.
2: <laughs> awesome. Before we, before we wrap up and toss the break. What's one thing, now Grandpa, we've already sat down with you and had a full interview about liability, but what's one thing you want to tell the audience about liability to get them to come out, try your beer, and support you? Well,
21: uh, if you're into Barrel aged beer, we have a nice program going on, and we have a sickness like you were talking about earlier. Uh, it's like the first week of December. We've come out of that. We're also working on a little spring event, uh, which will have maybe some like, fruity stuff going on. So if you like maybe fruity IPAs or special salads. We're, we're trying to expand
2: a little bit. So, uh, you know what? Just come on by and have a beer. Jared, thanks so much for joining me and dropping on the show again. We're going to toss the break. Your are previous guest was the show. You're a good friend of ours. So, you get the final word before we actually play Christmas music. Oh, so, should we knew uh, well,
21: that.
1: Say goodbye. flip-flop state of mind see some blue through your red red
4: welcome back in the upstate beer boys podcast i have met kyle jukes from jukes ale works from elkhorn nebraska yep i guess you're just right around the corner right <laughs> flew halfway across the country all right well thank you for being here at woodstock 2023 here in bowling spring south carolina a nice beautiful day not a cloud in the sky what is your ties to uh new groove brewing
22: uh, I suppose, long story short, um, we've got Midwest Barrel Company. They're located in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, so just about a 45-minute drive from my brewery, and uh, Ethan, shout out to him, good buddy, uh, he put Duke in touch with me, Jonathan Duke here of New Newgroove, um, and he reached out to me via email and said, hey, you want to come to a beer festival? And uh, said, hell yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Tell me when. And then we actually uh, came up with collaboration beer that we brewed yesterday, the day before this fest. Um, and now we're here pouring our beer and having a good time listening to music and chatting up with the folks. All right, so a little spoiler alert, you guys uh, did a collaboration beer
4: yesterday, so they'll be coming down the pike. Yep. All right, so uh, tell me
22: about the beers you brought today. So, we brought uh, nothing but big, dark, barrel-aged beer today. Um, I've got a beer called the Monkey in Charge of Bananas. It's an imperial stout, a blend of imperial stouts aged in rye whiskey and bourbon barrels uh, that I then finished on wild Thai bananas and Madagascar bourbon vanilla beans. Uh, I've got an English-style old ale that I finished in port barrels, local port to me uh, barrels, uh, for 15 months. Um, and then I've got a double-barrel English barley wine that sat in Jim Beam Legion barrels for 12 months. Those previously held uh, Spanish sherry. And then I moved that out of that barrel into a freshly emptied Eagle Rare uh, barrel pick. Uh, and that one's sitting at a nice little 15% alcohol. The lowest ABV beer I brought today is 12.4. So, you know. Sippers <laughs> yeah just some uh,
4: easy day crushers right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so yes I've had the uh, the bananas one and uh, the down with the ship uh, both fantastic beers I gotta have the middle grade one so um, out of the beers that you've had today that are not your own what's your
22: favorite <sighs> I suppose yeah, any brewers gonna answer this differently but um, I had a really, really good hoppy uh, pilsner from Incendiary. Uh, I think it was called uh, Pillar, uh, was it Pillars of Creation. Uh, so I actually don't drink a whole lot of hoppy beer, IPAs, anything. I brew them, obviously. I, I understand, you know, you got to sell beer. Um, but that beer was, I would say it was hopped like a hazy IPA, but it was crisp and refreshing and delicious. Um but if I'm going to go with something aged in barrels, I had a beer uh, that was flavored with Heath Toffee. And I'm trying to remember uh, who that was. They've got a barley wine called Deep Rest. And why am I, can you help me out with that, in the name of the brewery? That would be Newgrass in Shelby, <laughs> North Carolina. Hey.
4: Uh, Zach, who's uh, been a uh, previous guest on the show,
22: fantastic brewery. Yes, that barley wine is is fire too. Yep, yep. And then shout out to Petty Thieves, who I I never had a beer from or anything, but that's another memorable memorable beer that I've had. Uh, was called Vacation Land, uh, smoked pineapple sour uh, with chilies and stuff. Oh man, that was that was good. Yeah, that
4: one's chock full of flavor. So, all the way from Nebraska. So, what kind of logistics do you have coming for a beer fest in South Carolina from Nebraska? <laughs> I packed.
22: I packed four kegs up along with a bunch of other equipment and uh, tools and this and that in a very large hard sided container and I strapped that to a pallet and shipped it basically on LTL freight Uh, and then my wife and I followed it down a couple days later uh, via Delta Airlines. Had a couple delays uh, with just with recent events happening and uh, it was it was a lot it was a lot of work but totally worth it man like it's a beautiful day beers are great company's great so can't complain
4: well thank you so much for coming down here all the way to south carolina and since we're not at your brewery tell us a little bit about your brewery and anything you'd like to tell our audience
22: about jukes ale works in elkhorn nebraska so if you actually look for us in elkhorn nebraska you're probably not Well, you'll find it, but uh, we got um, annexed by Omaha, so uh, if you're more familiar with Omaha, Nebraska, that's technically where we're at, just on the very furthest west part of town. Um, And we're in a little section that's kind of hard to find if you're not looking for it, called Old Town Elkhorn. Uh, It's right alongside the train tracks. If you look at our our brewery logo, uh, it's a train, but the steam stack on the the train is a tap handle. Um, But we've got 19 beers on tap, all brewed right on site by me, uh, we got a full kitchen uh, that my little brother runs. So it's a whole family deal. I run the brewery. Little brother does the kitchen. Older brother manages front of house. Our mother owns the whole joint. Um, 19 beers on tap, really good food, and I'm going to stop on through. I got a beer for everyone. All right, two quick questions. What's your favorite beer to brew? What's your favorite beer to drink? My favorite beer to brew... Uh, is probably my Italian style Pilsner because um, it's one grain one yeast one hop uh, It's about as simple of a recipe as it becomes as it, as it comes but it's still a very complex easy drinker um, and there's a fun story behind it uh, <laughs> I don't I'm not gonna tell it probably right now um, uh, but my favorite beer to drink oh man. I might, uh, my Kolsch. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a Kolsch called Kammer Kolsch, and I just, I love that damn beer. It's so good, it's so refreshing. You're
4: speaking my language, Italian Pilsner and Kolsch. Uh, do you guys do any type of canning
22: at all? We can on a very minimal scale. It's a, it's a two head filler, it's very manual, very labor intensive. However, uh, a few days before we came down here for this fest, uh, I ordered a, a four-head a four automated canning, canning line, so we'll be packaging a lot more beer in cans and sending it out, but it probably will never exit the state lines of Nebraska, so if you want our stuff, you're just going to have to come find us. Yeah, we'll
4: see about that. All right, Carl, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for coming to this festival to South Carolina, bringing your beautiful beers. Oh, my God, they're phenomenal. If you're in Nebraska, stop by Elkhorn North Carolina, or Nebraska, see Jukes Aleworks, see Kyle, tell him the Upstate Beer Boys sent you. Thanks for being on the show. Any parting words you'd like to have?
22: Uh, man, listen to good music, drink good beer, uh, be good to each other. That's about it. Cheers.
4: Cheers. Upstate Beer Boys podcast. We're coming back in just a minute.
1: Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in. Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low. Oh, oh. Break out of that long, weak state of mind. Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight. Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow. Oh, oh. And we got Zach Brown playing in the background.
5: Welcome back. We're here at Woodstock, and with me has a with me is a person that is uh, been on with us before. I think talked about not it. Oh yeah,
11: the boss man. Well, the boss man
5: has. Well, the 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 boss man has. Everyone knows the boss man, loud, proud, and in charge. We all love cousin. So tell me who you
11: are and where you're from. My name's Mimi. I'm a brewer at Magnetic South Brewing in Anderson, South Carolina.
5: All right. So what did you bring today?
11: Uh, Today we brought gas station sunglasses. It's our American Light Lager. Nice little crusher to sort of break up all the barrel-aged darkness that we're going to enjoy today. Uh, And then we also brought our barrel-aged Quadzilla. It was aged in 6 and 20 barrels for about 9 months. So that was sort of our our falling in line with this wood-aged beer thing uh, to sort of offset our our crushable, crispy boy.
5: Okay. So you hadn't been able to um, go around and talk to anybody yet. Hadn't been able to try any beers what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So
11: not yet.
5: Um not not yet. So is there a reason you brought or the reason you brought that is just because you wanted to give some some people a little bit more than just uh, just a little high break, gravity. just a
11: little break in between all the uh, all the uh, booze and excess that we're gonna have, and all the other beers. Uh, and I think most brewers really love a crispy boy every now and then. So it's nice to have something crushable that you can sort of go cleanse your palate and get right back in there drinking everybody's barrel aged beers.
5: Absolutely. So before we wrap up, uh, I've been seeing on Facebook. And talking to Cousin about a new brewery y'all are opening up in a mill, maybe? Oh,
11: absolutely. So. Uh, <clears throat> Judson Mill in Greenville. Uh, Magnetic South is going to be inside that uh, that historic mill. Uh, we're going to have a great space. whole new brew house there as well, so we'll be making beers there as well as in Anderson. Uh, we're hoping to open sometime around mid-February, if everything goes, goes right. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, but we hope everybody comes out and sees us when the new location opens in Judson
5: Mill. Good deal. Before we wrap up, um, you talked about the new brewery. Is there anything that you want to talk about? Maybe, like, y'all have any new beers coming out? Do y'all, What do y'all do during the week? y'all have live music?
11: We have live music on, uh, I believe it's Friday or Saturday nights right now. Uh always somebody local, always great stuff. Uh we also have a uh our first stout mix pack is out right now in the brewery. It's called Bonfire Bros. Really great. Check it out next time you're in Anderson. It's a great, great location. Make a trip out of it.
5: Good deal. Well, you heard Mimi. If you're ever down in Anderson or when Guts and Meals opens up, come see them. You won't be disappointed. Stay with us. Well, it's been
1: two months since. Drank a little too much, said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another muddle, long haired Hillbilly. I'm sitting here, drowning in a cold beer, and I won't tell her you saw me here.
2: Welcome back into the Upstate Beer Boys podcast from Woodstock 2023 here at New Groove Artists Brewery. I'm wandering around finding people to talk to. I got Chris. He's the vice president of a kind of a big name in the craft beer game that's pontoon brewing in the greater Atlanta area. Sandy Springs to be exact. Chris, you're obviously not from South Carolina. So what brought you
23: up here? Yeah. No, we've uh, we've been good friends with New Groove and Jonathan for a while. Um, We actually were up here last year for the Crispy Fest. Um, and so when he invited us again this year, it's, you know, sure, why not? We're actually getting ready to uh, launch in South Carolina. Um, so our beers will be available in the next couple of weeks. So I'm trying to kind of drive the hype train a little bit, get people excited about the launch coming up. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, what, what type of beers have you uh, greenlit
2: for distribution up here?
23: Yeah, so really cool model. We'll launch with three of our fours, our year-rounds, a blonde, uh, an American IPA, and a sour. Um, but then also, too, we do a lot of cool limiteds. So um, we'll launch with four limiteds. We'll have another really aggressive sour, a nice adjunct stout, um, as well as a, a Schwarz beer, which I've got pouring today. So um, good little mix of cans, for sure, and, and kegs in the market, and it should uh, get people pretty excited. Speaking of what you had pouring today,
2: that's one. I think there's at least one more. Yeah. So I'll talk up what you brought today to Woodstock and why.
23: Yeah, so I've got a fun play if you guys are Spaceballs fans. Uh, we've got the Schwarz, uh pouring today. It's our Schwarz beer, so just a nice, light, uh, you know, German-style lager. Um, obviously, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of coffee notes from that <laughs> brew, but 5% dark lager, really easy to drink, but kind of good for those uh, winter months, if you will. And then uh, I'm actually pouring our oak age witching hour. So really good Belgian triple, aged on some oak staves for a while to kind of cut through some of that ABV and sweetness. Um, but two really good balanced brews, one will that you're drinking. The witch now will definitely sneak up on you, but uh, you know when you need a little break, drink the Schwarz beer down there at 5% and you'll be good to go. I definitely want to try the Schwarz beer because black boggers are definitely one of my favorite type of
2: brews. But based on the theme of the day, the wood age, I definitely want the trapel first. Yeah. So aroma-wise, very soft. Very, yeah. It's got like a little, it's not, it's, it's. I don't want to say sweet, but that's the first word that comes to my
23: head pretty typical yeah a lot of people describe it as sweet and that's kind of where that that oak uh, age kind of comes in and cuts through some of that sweetness and helps make it a little more balanced so well, then what's the difference in brewing in an oak barrel versus any other type of barrel so we actually didn't brew it into an oak actual barrel um, essentially, during the fermentation process, we added some oak staves to our fermenter and just really let that kind of soak up some of the alcohol, let the oak kind of really interact with the liquid um, to get some of that. It's honestly a little bit of a cheat code barrel agent type uh, you know, taste,
7: yeah, if you will.
23: So. Um, you know, you don't have to put it in barrels for six, seven months to get that oak flavor. Just adding some oak staves or cubes, whichever you decide, um, will really give it a little bit of that flavor. Um, like I said, mostly just to help balance it out. So we didn't want an intense oak flavor. Uh, so that's why we went the oak stave route. And it's got a little bit of a crispy mouthfeel to it, which I, like, I'm like. i not so much, I don't so much expect crispy from Belgians. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, the... the market itself what we've been seeing especially down in georgia and we'll find out here obviously shortly in in south carolina but a lot of people want that kind of crisp finish to it that dry finish um so it's really just kind of adapting our recipes to to how the market is is wanting a beer how they're wanting to drink and and that's really helped us out um you know because if if it ends dry and crisp you can drink a couple of them right it's not a lingering flavor on your palate that's like ooh, i can only handle four to ten ounces of it so that really helps balance In summary, trying to sway domestic macro <laughs> drinkers to <through> craft. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Whatever we can do to make that happen, that's what we we'll are doing.
2: <laughs> All right, I know you were wandering a little bit today. So what's the best beer you've had today that's
23: not your own? Whew. Um... You know, obviously the, the Georgia natives over at Orpheus are pouring some good stuff. Um, I haven't made it over to Alga. We're real good friends with Alga, which is out of the panhandle in Florida over there. Um, they said they were pouring one of their barrel-aged stouts, so I need to get over there and taste that one. But uh, I, I would early guess. I've had quite a few of their barrel-aged stouts. Early guess. That's going to be my favorite of the day.
3: And, of
23: course... Outside of the ever-growing distribution of
2: Pontoon in the Upstate, what's one thing you want to leave with the audience as a kind of final word for the segment about Pontoon, about the brand, about your beer? What's one thing you want to get out there
23: about the brand of Pontoon? Yeah, uh, really excited for the South Carolina market. I think a lot of our beers match up very well to what it's looking for. We've got anywhere from you know your traditional beers that'll really drink well. You'll drink you know four or six at a time. But then we've also got some really crazy limiteds that will launch that are way more aggressive in a style you know we'll launch some triple ipas we'll launch some heavy thick stouts um so really you know pontoon brewing as a whole i guarantee you we're going to have something that you enjoy from us uh, because we've just put out a wide range of skews that will always be attractive towards the market
2: hey awesome i'm going to let you go find some more beers i'm going to go find some more people like yourself to talk to and chris may the Schwartz be with you
23: yeah (laughs) i appreciate that good point to end it yeah have a good one cheers guys Stay tuned. We'll be right back on the NFC Boys Voice Podcast.
1: Say goodbye to the cold. I think it's time for a new suntan. Find your flip-flop state of mind. See some blue through your red or bands.
4: Podcast. Wayne here. Caught up with a good friend and uh, recent guest, uh, Zach from Newgrass Brewing in Shelby, North Carolina. How are we doing today, bud? Fair, fairing. Yeah, <laughs> fair is fine. Man, we are here at Newgrass Brewing, Brewing Woodstock uh, Wood Age Beer Festival in Boeing Springs, South Carolina. It's a
24: big so, beer festival. Oh
4: yeah. <laughs> so. Um,
24: what's your ties to uh new Groove, there zach new Groove, okay so uh josh and duke are two very good friends um we go way back uh to before they even had a brick and mortar um we used to we used to do a lot of collabs at thomas creek you know tom gave us the the headspace time and uh, fucking uh, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. Uh, the the hellacious, uh, the <laughs> fun times, you know. Uh, he gives the opportunity, uh, the the legs to stand on, you know. Um, and so we, you know, we had a lot of fun on that three and a half barrel And my, you know, my tenure there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Since then, it's just kind of proliferated into part of the the culture, you know, beer forward uh, that we're seeing. I mean, like. Especially in this area of the world. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I got.
4: <laughs> All right. So tell me about the brewers that you brought from Newgrass, which uh, you got some new things and some uh, old favorites from what I see.
24: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a 2019 Deep Rest Barley Wine. Uh, it's our first big, you know, wood installment. Uh, we had a couple of other projects that we were toying with. As far as uh you know clean beer and wood but uh they never really came to fruition until we can finally select the right barrels it's all it's all one four rows of single you know barrel uh and uh yeah i mean from there we you know i, I got a lot of you know decocted uh, loggers, open fermented loggers. Fun stuff like that. Just stuff I'm passionate about. I didn't really want to bring any of that Wonka Sour stuff. I mean, everybody already knows what that's about. (laughs) And, like, it's fun,
4: you know. All right, so I saw the uh, Tiny Bus Homes with the orange label. So how is that different from the Seafoam Green label, Tiny Bus Homes Pilsner,
24: that you brought today? Well, that classic Seafoam Green was, like, one of the first... I think that was really the first iteration of that beer that we ever had. That was the one... uh, uh, that that's the one with uh, Czech saws and middle fruit, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, so that kind of exhibited like this classic, you know. We we originally labeled that as a Czech pills. It went in several different directions, you know, just uh, creativity wise, and trying to mess with the minerality, make it more of a German pills at some point. So that's kind of what that you know embodies the spirit of, I guess. But uh, I don't know. The Nelson is uh, it's an exhibit of. Uh, what you can do with Nelson hops outside of adding, you know, like pummeling a beer with, say, four and a half pounds per barrel, you know, um, a good lot of Nelson uh, and a New England IPA, some kind of hazy boy, and just getting lost and, you know, just getting kind of pummeled with flavor and aroma. Whereas, you know, the lager was a way to create, like, a a singular expression to that hop, you know, and really what it means... Um, to brew with something uh, that isn't like in a general excess you know like, like just, just a, like a, a true exhibit of what the ingredients can do on its own without having to go over the top uh, I guess
4: all right, so you guys have, uh, you're known for your wild, over-the-top sours and your IPAs, and the stuff you brought today was just fire, too, even though it's not either one of those. No. So out of the beers today that were brought that are not Newgrass, uh, what is your favorite so far?
24: Oh, man, you know, it, it's so tough to say, and, and I, I know that sounds like a blanket kind of BS way around, like not tasting your way through the festival, but um, I was drawn to some of the barrel uh, Barrel aged barley wine and stout variants uh, from more more brewing. Uh-huh. That's some good stuff. Uh, the foodage, the Adagio, the the pilsner from New Groove, and shamelessly was <laughs> one of my favorite beers today. It, just, it just, I don't know, it's invigorating, man. Um, a lot of, a lot of really, you know, there, there's decadence in being subtle. And uh, that's kind of like the, the loudest dish at the party, you know. You see like a, a fajita dish coming to the table and they're flaming in front of you. And you're like, okay, yeah, uh, I like a Neapolitan stout too. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I really, I'm, you know, Alga Brewing, Pensacola, mm-hmm. Sweethearts. Those dudes are awesome. They had green bottles. That's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Some of the stuff was carved at 2.9 or more. Mm-hmm. Ryan from Petty Thieves is there he is. <laughs> that that's the homie. Yeah. yeah. Um all the bottom feeder stuff, I mean, I hear it's gonna be fantastic. That's uh, you know, our our upstate boys, I mean you know, Kenny and Larry some of my God, I mean like talking about ride or die, like you know, we've been hug status since before they knew any of these cats. Um uh, I love those guys, man. They get, you know, they have my vote and a piece of my heart. You know, like I, I know that whatever Bottom Feeders does is going to be incredible because uh, they, they just—I mean, they've already, you know, I mean, talking about emblazoned, you know. Right.
4: <laughs> All right. So, anything new cooking up at Newgrass? I know when we did our interview uh, a few months ago, a uh, little hush-hush stuff about. Uh, possible expansion anything to report there or just anything to report in general from new grass
24: yeah honestly man I mean, um, we're trying to feed the upstate of south carolina as much as we're trying to keep a presence in our own home state and uh georgia has been the new guy or the new person in town so that's been really cool i mean it's like you know uh, as far as new goes lots of loggers lot I mean, we're trying to really push that Uh, trad style uh, representation because for a long time I think that people started losing the idea of craft beer when they thought of us because we were like an introductory for most pastry sour enthusiasts and it's just not what I really have my heart in but I want to do it well regardless so you're going to see a lot of open fermented you know, long mash, decoction loggers from us you know uh, you might see a few really cool oak rusted beers I mean we got a we got a double barrel which might soon rest uh, into a triple barrel like a cognac rusted wheat wine we're only doing you know one cask worth Uh, it's made it through three so it's had a couple of top offs of young barley wine um yeah, I don't know. Uh, probably lots more beer that I like to drink. Lust that makes money for stainless.
4: <laughs> Sounds like some phenomenal stuff coming up from Newgrass Brewing. So any final words you'd like to have, Zach? Uh, you know it's always great
24: to have old friends back on the podcast. Um, after losing after losing my mentor, a father, a secondary father to me. Uh, Tom Davis you know, um, he, the guy I mean his legacy is my legacy my legacy is his you know we, we we spent so much time together away from everyone else and talking about a lot of deep stuff and including business and, and ways to move forward and uh, all I can say is tell the ones you love that you love them and often isn't often enough. Also, do exactly what you love and let it kill you. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, Zach. Always great to have you on the podcast.
4: Uh, great to see new Newgrass do all sorts of new things and whatnot. And uh, can't wait to see what's in the future. Keep it here at the Upstate Girl Voice Podcast.
1: Thank you. Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in. Turning colors when the sun starts sinking low. Oh, oh, break out of that long week state of mind. Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight. Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow. Oh, oh, and we got Zach Brown playing in the background. Cans and the long necks getting nice now with the stars all shining like a chandelier. It's Friday. Welcome
5: back to Upstate Beer Boys podcast. We're here in beautiful Bowling Springs. Still gonna be here all day. I'm here with a brewery that's usually not uh, found around here a whole lot, but uh, I'm no stranger to the beers for sure. Tell me who you are and where are you from.
10: I'm Jason Pellet from Orpheus Brewing in Atlanta.
5: Good deal. So tell me. Uh, Otaro, audience, what you brought today?
10: Uh, I brought actually a couple barrel-aged stouts, 12th labor, which is just a blend of a few barrels, and ye who enter here, which is um, guajillo chilies, coffee beans, vanilla beans, plus a few barley wines, because uh, that's what we do.
5: <laughs> okay, so what's the standard beer that you just do, like barley wine, barrel-aged, you do any uh, other kind of styles? We do, I mean, our most well-known beer is a double
10: IPA, Transmigration of Souls. Um, But we we do all sorts. It depends on who you talk to, what we're most known for. Some people think we're just a sour brewery. For some people, we're a barley wine brewery. And for a lot of people, especially in Georgia, we're a Transmigration of Souls brewery.
5: So have you had the chance to try anyone else's beer other than what you brought? Uh, not enough yet. It's
10: still early here, but had some really good barley wine from Jukes and then and always like we're really Really close with the guys from Barrique and they brought some great stuff today some barrel-aged lager and some uh, I don't know the names of any of these beers, but and also they some, all taste good <laughs> some still Spontaneously fermented great beer. That's great
5: good deal well uh, before we sign off And go to the next brewery to find out what they brought and who they are. Is there anything that you wanna offer up, talk about to our audience, our listeners, about your brewery? Yeah, I
10: mean we send we make a lot of barrel aged beers. I mean I saw on the shelves at Greenville Beer Exchange yesterday like six or seven of our barrel aged beers. But if you come to our tap room, we always have like twenty on tap barrel aged. Plus now, a bunch of loggers and IPAs.
5: Now, but. where are you actually located at? What's the address? Where's Where you're at? We're in
10: Midtown, right on Piedmont Park, Atlanta. Um, 1440 Dutch Valley Place. Very central.
5: Good deal. So, do y'all offer, or do y'all do anything with bands or have any live music? Uh, any bingo nights or anything like that? Uh, we do. We do trivia. We do comedy.
10: You know, standard brewery stuff. No music, though. Okay.
5: All righty, well, you heard the man. If you're in Atlanta, go check him out and stay with us as we come back with more breweries.
1: Well, it's been two months since I drank a little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another nothing but a long-haired hillbilly. I'm sitting here drowning in a cold beer. will not tell her you saw me here.
4: Upstate Gear Boys podcast. We are back. We have found Aaron from Eurisco. Is that how you pronounce it? That's how you pronounce it. Brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina. How are you doing today? Doing great. All right. So we are here in uh, Woodstock 2023 at New Groove Brewing, Bowling Springs, South Carolina. Nice, beautiful day outside. No clouds in the sky. So um, what's Eurisco's uh, connection to New Groove Brewing?
25: So. My owner and head brewer, Zach Harris, uh, met these guys a few years ago, was actually invited to this festival, and they also do a Crispy Boys Festival. So he's been involved uh, with those guys a few years now. We've only been around for five, so they were kind of early friends, so to speak, of the the brewery, and that's how we're here.
4: You know, Josh and Jonathan are great guys. Uh, They've been on our podcast for an interview, and a couple other things and some other festivals. So yeah. we're doing pretty well. Um, so what beers did you bring today from Urisco?
25: So we brought a Hellas Lager, which is, uh, we did a limited edition just for this festival being Woodstock. Um, it has a smoked pecan wood added to it. Uh, we also brought a beer called the Night Fort, which we did with a home brewer named Brian Dory that we picked at the um, Just Brew at Home Brew Festival in Asheville. Um, he used a Amarano wood. I may be butchering that name, <laughs> but it's a Brazilian wood. So it's a stout base that we added that wood to it that gives it some very interesting characteristics. Cinnamon, some really smoky flavors. Um, we also brought a limited edition, um, it's a beer that we made back in 2020 that's a stout that is an apple brandy barrels um, that we did. And we held on to some bottles, you know, for an event. And this was the perfect
4: event to bring it to, being the Woodstock uh, beer event. So. All right. So I had the Hell's with the pecan wood. Definitely gave it some character and whatnot. And I'm a big Hell's Lager fan. And that just took it to another level. And I'm having the um, the Amarano wood one. Yeah. And it's amazing that there's no cinnamon in it, but it has that cinnamon taste to it. Yeah. I haven't had the third one yet, so hopefully you have some more bottles left. Uh,
25: we we definitely have some of that left, but the, the one you're drinking on, I can't say enough about, you know, that wood and I had never had it until at the homebrew festival, which ironically was my first day on the job for the brewery. Mm-hmm. My owner Zach was like, Hey, you want to do a beer festival, you know, pick out. We were, we had the best dark beer, and I had participated in that event as a brewer before, which was really cool to be on the other end. So he's like, hey, do you want to judge best dark beer? Uh, it was one of the first beers I tried, and just the fact that that beer – the wood in it can like take over and make all the flavors cinnamon like you said it's not there's no cinnamon in it but that type of wood it just gives off some different flavors that change you know as the beer is cold as it warms up so it's a all over the place uh flavor profile so very good beer
4: uh yeah this amarana wood uh beer is fantastic so since we're here in bowling spring south carolina not in nashville north carolina yep tell us a little bit about the brewery uh urisco. and you said i think I it's in the south slope area yes
25: so we're south slope Asheville. uh we're coming up on our fifth anniversary but uh urisco, uh is actually a reference to an x-files episode <laughs> uh season one i cannot remember the exact episode but uh there's a company called urisco and that's my uh head brewer and owner zach and his buddies uh yeah, we're big X-Files fans, Twin Peaks fans, so we do a lot of different, you know, references and uh, homages to those. Uh, we do a Twin Peaks day every year, which is actually coming up uh, at the end of February, so uh, we're a bunch of Twin Peaks nerds. But uh, that's, you know, where that came from. Uh, again, Zach, you know, he went to brewing school in Germany, so we specialize in our Hellas, our pills, our Italian pills. Uh, we do a Mexican lager, so we we really crush those the lagers. You know, I'll give it to Zach uh, for doing that. And then we like to do just some interesting stuff, different stouts. You know, of course we do some hazies and different things like that. But um, we've got some friends of the breweries here today. We've done some uh, collaborations with New Grass, uh, with Petty Thieves out of Charlotte. Um, so it's nice to see uh, a good turnout today. Yeah.
4: All right, so since we're not at the brewery, is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners about Eurisco there in Asheville? It's about the brewery itself, the type of beers you brew, just yes. anything that's on your mind.
25: I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is we have a really small, quaint tap room that, you know, we uh, we joke sometimes that in the summer we're the only uh, air-conditioned uh, tap room in downtown Asheville, but we, uh, we have a lot of art featured in our tap room by Blake Ferguson. Uh, he goes by Ake on Instagram and Facebook. So you'll see his art. Uh, I've had some commissions done myself. So shout out to Blake. Uh, and we have a, a nice loyal following that you know keeps us, you know, uh going and inspires us in Asheville. But uh, uh it's really, you know, the biggest thing I have to say is our our loyal followers, which I was one of those before I uh, was employed by the brewery, you know, a
4: big shout out to those. Yeah. All right. So uh, Aaron, what is your title with uh, your So
25: I'm our sales manager. Um, I also, you know, deliver all the beer right now. You know, we uh, definitely are all over Asheville. We've gone into Boone into Charlotte surrounding areas into Raleigh, the triangle area. Um, so you'll see me, you know, out there selling the beer but also bringing it you know to the pl- different places so yeah
4: all right so there's a lot of breweries here there's a lot of beers here outside of your own what is your favorite beer you've had so far
25: and i always go to charlestown fermentory in charleston uh i've been there several times just as a beer fan uh those guys always have some excellent beer uh, so those are definitely one but petty thieves again a friend of ours from charlotte has some good beers today uh there's a brewery from knoxville and i cannot remember the name off the top i of my think that's Zool. yes yes Zool. Um, i love the stripe you know from gremlins uh definitely a, a fan and also my son that's like one of our favorite movies gremlins of all time so i saw that and i was like these are my guys right here so yeah but all those i mean i've had some others that i cannot remember off the top of my head but yeah some great beers here today
4: well aaron thank the time thank you for taking the time out of the festival to talk with us and uh when we do make the trek to Asheville, uh will definitely be on our list of places to stop by and say hey uh any parting words you'd like to have
25: oh just thanks for doing this and uh thanks for being a fan and thanks to uh everybody here today i mean this has been a great event we look forward to doing it and then being back for the crispy fest uh sometime soon
4: We'll be back as well. All right. Keep it here. Upstate Gear Boys Podcast. Thank you.
1: Say goodbye to the cold. I think it's time for a new suntan. Find your flip-flop state of mind. See some blue through your red or bands. I in the cool.
2: sales and all things customer facing so to speak for Zool beer out of knoxville we're here at woodstock 2023 now we'll get into what brought you out here but Zul is obviously in knoxville yep. so the folks in New Group,
26: Duke and Josh. Uh, they, we've done some collabs with them in the past. As far as uh, we've done some barrel-aged stouts and such. Uh, they've come up and visited us. They were actually just at our Kill the Lights festival back in uh, October uh, 2022. And uh, as far as I know, they plan on being Kill the Lights 2023.
2: So. Is that kind of uh, mutual of like they come to your
26: festival, you come to theirs? Is that what brought you out to Boiling drinks today? I think that's part of it, yeah. Um, I know our brewer, Bentley, knows them pretty well. Um, I'm actually uh, just starting to take over our festivals and everything, and I've been dying to get down here and check New Groove out. Love their beer, and um, that's what brought me down here today. Drink some of their beer.
2: They were probably a big fan of the sweatshirt you're wearing, Lager, 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 Lager. Because uh, they're typically, they have a
26: festival called Crispy
2: Fest, and they're a big fan of the Crispy Boy uh, craze that's taken over. So, yeah. ha- like, just to like, go a little off script for a moment, how does the yeah. love of Lagers connect you to Thank
3: you.
26: New groove, uh... Absolutely love what they do. I love everything is oak fermented as far as their loggers go uh, Very similar to some of my favorite breweries back home. Uh, shout out Barrique um, Just I love it. It adds a different character to their beer uh, if you haven't had pageantry pilsner Highly recommend it. They still have a little bit of their uh, oak fermented Marzen on absolutely love that last night I uh, it's all about the loggers, man. When you're in the industry, it's all about the loggers. What can you crush?
2: That's right. I mean, we've talked to a few brewer- brewers on the show, and we always ask them, what do they what do they drink? It's always some run-in-the-mill lager. It's not some, never something crazy. Uh,
26: yeah, I mean, we keep Miller High Life on hand all the times at the brewery, you know, for the brewers, for after shift, uh, some work beers, you know. But, uh, no, loggers are just uh, – it's a great way to – I mean – you can drink a couple you can drink a few hang out with your buddies get to talking not gonna wreck your palate you know some of these uh, crazy uh, stouts and stuff they have their place they're great beers but uh you know I don't just want to have one yeah
2: <laughs> awesome awesome all right all right we love Duke and Josh but enough about them let's talk about you and talk about Zool what did Zool bring out to uh, Woodstock 2023
26: so we brought uh, Orloy. Uh, that is our dark check lager. We brewed it in the fall as a one time beer. People fell in love with it. Our brewers fell in love with it especially. Uh, decided to keep brewing it. It's fresh. We just canned it and kegged it on uh, Monday this week. So that was kind of the first one we wanted to bring. Something for all the industry folks to you know, try out. And then we also brought Kill the Lights VIP uh, barrel aged stout. Aged 15 months in a Sazerac rye whiskey. Quick. Okay. Just, for us. Just, just for you all, man. We brought it just down here for, uh, for this festival. That's what I'm sipping on right now. The vanilla is super strong
2: in the aroma. Smooth, smooth, sweet. I've noticed a lot of the stout that so
7: far. They're very sneaky.
26: brew the beer we love. Everything we do is stuff that we want to drink. Um, we're passionate about it. Um, I've known the brewers since before uh, Zul uh, finally opened and uh, loved his home brews back in the day and I think everybody in Knoxville uh, we love his beers and uh, it's great to be a part of such an amazing uh, brewery with such an amazing culture and team. Uh, come by and see us in the tap room. We're open seven days a week. Uh, have a couple beers and take a couple home with you.
2: I've always thought the uh, logo on a lot of your merch is from the Gremlins, but I guess it's not from
26: the Gremlins. It is not all Gremlins, no. Uh, (laughs) Most of our stuff is uh, horror movie themed, uh, classic 90's hip hop, uh, and uh, metal music. That's kind of what we're all about. Uh, Come by and check out the uh, goat head up on the wall with the pink beard, or look around and see if you can find our Chucky doll or one of our Gremlins somewhere. They're they're around hiding in the tap room somewhere
2: awesome thank you so much for joining me and hopping on the show <laughs> I'll let you get back to it and grab some more of those whiskey boys
26: thank you man I got a few beers I still got a drink <laughs> <laughs> back road
3: dust blowing in the
1: pickup trucks start rolling in sky turning colors when the sun starts singing low oh oh break out of that long weak state of mind gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight wind chimes ringing swinging side to side real slow oh oh and we got zach brown playing in the background I' it's friday
4: night out here yeah all right welcome back into the upstate beer boys podcast i am here with ryan from petty thieves brewing company out of charlotte north carolina yep. how are we doing today doing
8: great how are you
4: Ah, uh, fantastic i mean it's the sun is out there's no clouds in the sky we're here at woodstock 2023 at new groove tons of good beer tons of good people here so um what is your ties to uh, new groove brewing
8: uh, so, me and Josh Dodson met each other, cause, uh, my wife works for Salutes Raceria up in Charlotte, walked in one day, just going to see her, Josh is sitting there, trying to get Jason, the owner, to chug a barley wine with him. Chug a barley wine? Josh, <laughs> yeah. Jason looks at me, and he goes, Ryan will do it! So we, uh, we go back and forth about how I don't want to chug a pint of barley wine, and, uh, we end up splitting a 16-ounce can in two and chugging it together, and, yeah, been invited uh, to Crispy Fest and now Woodstock, and uh, I think we're going to brew up a
4: collab this summer. All right, so tell me a little bit about uh, Petty Thieves out there in Charlotte. Uh, since we're not there, we're actually in Bowling Green, South Carolina. Yeah, uh,
8: we opened in September of 2020. Uh, very different space, I would say. All of our interior design is leather couches, bookshelves, old books. Uh, we don't. We like to say we don't specialize in anything. We just. We brew what we like, and we brew a lot of different styles. We have 19 taps, and probably the most diverse tap list in the city. Uh, It's about 30% lager, uh, 30% IPA, and then the other 40%, usually a mix, some sort of mixed culture, or uh, back sweetened sours, or sometimes just like small dark beers, 5% stouts, stuff
4: like that. All right, so for the the listeners here, Woodstock is a Woodage beer festival. You got three beers here. Tell me what you brought. And tell me a little bit about each beer.
8: Yeah, so uh, we brought Daphne, which is uh, the fourth iteration of our wine hybrid series. Where we, we used uh, Cabernet Sauvignon must, and then uh, Italian plums. And, uh, refermented that after it sat in a red wine barrel with our house culture for a year, and then we have uh, Vacation Land, which is actually the first ever golden sour base we brewed at the brewery. Sat in oak for eighteen months, getting all of our culture, uh, and then we refermented on. Grilled pineapples, brown sugar, guajillo chilies, and cinnamon sticks. And then we brought uh, Conjuring, which is a 60%, 40% blend, uh, barley wine and imperial milk stout uh, that we then conditioned on Biscoff cookies. That's a collab with Orchard Street Mines Brewing out of Fort Lauderdale.
4: Fort Lauderdale, that's in South Florida, which uh, I'm familiar with that area. I grew up down there. Um, rumor has it that you actually grilled the pineapples yourself for the... Uh... Yeah.
8: Yeah, we had uh, 100 pounds of pineapple... Had a chef buddy come and break them down real quick for us. We have a fire pit at the brewery, so we threw a grill grate over it and uh, charred up some pineapples, left peels in, everything. So every single part of the pineapple sat in that tank. Whatever flora was on that went into the culture. And yeah, that's actually my favorite beer we bought, brought, I think.
4: So how long does it take to grill a hundred pounds of pineapple? It took us about five hours. Wow. Wow. And uh all right, so out of the three beers here between the two of you, what is your favorite ones that you brought? Vacation Land. Yes. Yes, he agrees.
8: He <laughs> that... started with us last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> One week, two weeks, three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it all blends in together. All blends in. Yeah. The Vacation Land out of the three beers I've tried of yours has the most flavor to it. I'd say I like them all equally, but what really piques my interest is you say you have uh, 30% lagers on tap if you listen to the podcast at all, you know, I'm the blogger pilsner guy, so... Yeah. So what's the best beer you've had here, so far, outside of your own? So far today, it had been the
8: the Jukes Aleworks uh, Barley Wine, the Barrelage barley wine they brought. Is that the one with the, the, the bananas? No. No? It's just a non-adjunct Barrelage barley wine. It's like, the body on it's incredible for how sweet it is. It's not overpowering at all, and you can't taste any of the 14% of it. Mm-hmm. I had the... Old ale. yeah, the, the port also, barrel old ale. Yeah, I was going to go back to the barley rod. And, I mean, everything they bought, everything they is, brought is
20: great. Yeah.
4: All right, so you heard it here, Juke's ale. I got to go try them out. Really? I did try their uh, the one with the Thai bananas in it, which yeah, yeah that one was really flavorful. So, all right, so uh, since we're here in Bowling Springs and not in Charlotte, is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners about your particular brewery?
8: Uh, we're probably still pretty unknown to a lot of people in charlotte so uh, just give us a chance like we've been open two years uh i'd like to say we have a beer for everyone we don't specialize in anything but like i said most diverse tap list in the city
4: and i'm looking at uh his shirt saying make charlotte weird
8: oh, yeah. yep we we embrace everything weird uh, the tap room's full of random we have taxidermy animals we have old books we got a jar of teeth somewhere around there yeah we have a, a secret room also
4: yeah so it sounds like there's something for everybody there.
20: From the tap list to the tap room. Yeah. Tap list to tap room. All right. Like, yeah.
4: well, gentlemen, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for bringing such awesome beer. Yeah. Thanks for uh, just everything. And uh, uh, Maybe once we cross back, to the border of North Carolina, we'll stop in Charlotte and see you guys. Yeah, sounds please good. do. Reach out. All right. Upstate Beer Boys. Keep it here. Well, it's been two
1: months since I drank a little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff Moved down. Mississippi told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another muddle, long haired hillbilly. I'm sitting here drowning in a cold beer. And I will tell her you saw me
5: Welcome back to Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. As uh, you heard earlier, we are on location at Woodstock 2023 here in beautiful Bowling Springs. Josh and Duke have allowed us to come in here and talk beer. So I found uh, someone that I've never had beer from. So tell me who you are and where you're from.
27: Well, uh, My name is Kyle and I am with Wiley Roots Brewing Company out of Greeley, Colorado.
5: Colorado
27: it's a little ways away
5: (laughs) yeah so what brought you here
27: well uh i met duke here uh gosh not quite a year ago um he was traveling to colorado and uh hitting a couple of different different breweries and he happened to be uh in in wiley roots in the in the tap room at uh about the same time that i was there i think i was uh finishing up a brew day or something and uh got to talking and uh yeah found uh found like-mindedness i guess in beer so, what did you bring uh, for everyone to try today? I brought two of our imperial stouts from our uh, what we call our NIM series. Um, we brought Kryptonim, which is a, a barrel-aged imperial stout with uh, coconut, vanilla, and cacao nibs, and uh, Acronym, which is uh, barrel-aged imperial stout with hazelnuts, vanilla, and co- uh, cacao nibs. Okay. So, yeah. so w- have you been able to try other people's beer? I have, yeah, yeah. Everybody's kind of brought their A-game out to this festival. It's very impressive that, uh, you know, uh, haven't had a bad beer at all. So currently drinking a uh, uh, Czech lager, which I think kind of violates the foundations of the fest, but, you know, what? I'm about it. We don't need rules. We don't need rules.
5: Well, you know, another brewery down here that's uh, from Georgia, they brought a bunch of sours, so (laughs) it's okay.
27: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So the guys over at uh, Barique – that I guess their table mates uh, had a bunch of their uh, their, yeah. their sour stuff. It's all you know, barrel barrel aged or barrel fermented. Yeah,
5: I actually wow. talked to the owner earlier. Yep, yep, good guy. So yeah, it was Joel. Does that
3: sound right.
5: Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. So. so. Is there anything that has stood out for you though today that you've tried? Yeah, the uh, the
27: guys at uh, at Juke's Brew House or Juke's Ale Works, um, they brought a, a barely superior stout with Thai bananas and vanilla. The Thai bananas are just absolutely crazy. Yeah. Some
5: would say bananas. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I love a good banana um, in my stout or even porters. Yeah, absolutely. I love the flavor of it. So is there anything that, uh, because I've never heard of your brewery before. Sure. Is there anything that you'd like to tell our listeners about your brewery? Is there anything like y'all do, do y'all do uh, food
27: there on site? Yeah, we've we've got a a great uh, partnership with a um, guy that does pizza right now. Um, Fantastic pizza, but uh, yeah, pretty much weekly beer releases, always something new and different coming out. Um, And it's it's. know we like to say that uh, there's there's something for everyone uh, at the taproom so just started doing some seltzer based cocktails um, that have been super popular for the people have tried it yeah Yeah. a bit adventurous I would say but um, yeah I mean we've got uh, we've got beers that that range from you know fruited sours to um, easy drinking lagers to crazy IPA's and barrel aged imperial stouts so there's a little bit a little bit of
5: something there for everyone so so, do y'all can and bottle a lot, or do y'all have mostly draft, or how does that work for y'all?
27: Yep, yeah, everything that we do is, is, is canned, uh, you know, for people to be able to take wherever they're going. Um, that's a big thing for us, is making sure that uh, we can be enjoyed, you know, anywhere you want to be enjoyed. Yeah. So. All right, folks,
5: uh, Colorado, right? Colorado, Greeley, so, Colorado. Greeley, Colorado, so. So, if you ever find yourselves up there and you listen to our show because you'll hear about us or hear about Wiley Roots go check them out and stay with us as we
1: bring more from the beer table say goodbye to the cold I think it's time for a new suntan find your flip-flop state of mind see some blue through your red ray bands I in the cool She <laughs>
2: back on the Upstate Beer Boys Podcast from Woodstock 2023 here at New Groove Arts and Brewery in Boiling Springs. I'm with Travis, South Carolina representative here at this festival at Amoratis Owner and Brewer. Travis, how are you doing today? What brought brought you out to New Groove?
28: Uh, We tried to come out a couple years ago for this event, but COVID kind of put a damper on it. So uh, when they sent us an email, you know, six months ago and asked if we were interested, we said, hell yeah. A
2: bit of an exclusive feeling then.
28: Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, we we're excited to come up here. I, it's, we don't get up here too, too often, so when they invite us up, we'd love to come.
2: So I have to ask about the elephant in the room. the Fort Mill, you're in Fort Mill, the general Fort Mill Rock Hill area. Is it upstate? Is it Midlands? What, re- what region do you belong to?
28: We always say we're 20 minutes outside of Charlotte. You know, <laughs> We're North Carolina, we're South Carolina. We're, it's tough, man. We're right in the middle, so uh, we just try to represent the Carolinas in, in general, you know.
2: So, we're here at Woodstock, it's a festival, let's talk about the beer you brought, what beers did you bring today? I noticed there's a few. Yeah,
28: we brought three different beers, uh, we brought a Brett IPA, which you're sipping on right now, or not, sorry, not Brett IPA, a Brett Farmhouse beer, um, it was aged in Cab Franc barrels from Childress Winery in North Carolina. It was. God uh, bless you, what type of barrels? Uh, Cab uh, Franc, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Childress Winery, so uh, we aged 20 months in uh, those barrels, and we um, we also brought a uh, Blackberry Sour, which was uh, 14 months in neutral barrels with uh, local Springs Farm strawberries in, in our hometown. Mm. And then uh, we brought a beer called York County, which is our Imperial Stout Asian organic rye whiskey barrels from Catoctin Creek out of Virginia.
23: York
2: County. Now, I know I've went. I actually won a trip on the uh, the little bus that drives around. The Yoko Loko. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's your association to the greater York County brewery scene.
28: Well, yeah, so there's, now I think there's 11 breweries in York County and the Yoko Loco kind of brings people around to those local breweries. They usually stop at three or four different breweries, let people get off for about a half an hour to 45 minutes, get back on the trolley. It's an old trolley um, from New Orleans, I believe. Um, but uh, it's just, it's been great to be able to showcase different breweries and drive people around safely, you know?
2: I definitely want to try that Blackberry Sour. I'm a big sour fan. Um, but I'm sipping as you said. I'm sipping on the Brett one, Frank. and Frankie, yeah.
28: Yeah, the blackberry is a cool one because the blackberry we did for we've been open five years, and our third year open. This is the last year we were able to get blackberries from Springs Farm. Oh, wow. We get strawberries, peaches, um, cantalopes, uh, basil. All, basically, almost everything we use as far as uh like vegetation and fruit we get from them but they got rid of all their blackberry bushes two years ago so this is all the blackberry sour we have left we have about I think 10 cases left and so I wanted to bring it here just because again it's a fun beer it's a good good story and uh, it's one of my favorite beers it's one of the original sours we ever produced out of a more artist five years ago so
2: talk some, talk some science talk some education I know the uh, anything with Brett, Brett IPA, Brett Sour it always has a funk to it and, I, and it took me a little while to learn this, but I know there's a very specific process behind what makes a bread fill in the blank, that type of beer. So how easy or hard is it to make something that is a bread association, yeah.
28: bretomyces, I should say. Yeah, bretanomyces or lactobacillus or pediococcus, it's all sour beer. Um, one of the things we did before we even opened our brewery, we started contract brewing at a Bird's Fly South and uh, we got our original sour strand um, from the peaches um, in our local community. We did a peach sour out of there. We did a peach sour, a blackberry sour, and then a black sour. And um, so we've harvested that original culture every year from there. And we've just continued to use it. So our It's sp- still going? Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, our original barrels that we filled, we still keep filling them today. And that culture hasn't changed. I mean, it's changed over time, but it's been the same process every single time, so.
2: Awesome. So... Well, Woodstock, which of course, this is a festival. There's a lot of different people here. I hope you've. I, I, well, I had to. Actually, I know you've been walking around because I had to go fetch you at another table. So, what's the best beer you've had today that's not your own?
28: Man, I had a barley wine from uh, Orpheus uh, out of Atlanta. And then I also had another barley wine um, out of. Gosh, what's the name of the brewery? They're out of uh, Omaha. Um, oh, they're right next to Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name of it, but they're barley wine. Those two barley wines, we do a big barley wine every year, too. Um, And I'm a huge barley wine guy. I used to brew up in Alaska, and the Barley Wine Festival every year is held up there in January in Anchorage. So I've always been a barley wine guy, and those two barley wines are hands down, like, two of the best beers I've had here so far. Do
2: you like to brew beers that are weird like that? Barley wines, bretamiasis. Do you like to brew weird stuff like that, or do you like to have staples that you like to brew more?
28: Uh, a little bit of both, man. It just depends. I mean, favorite beers to mash in are definitely like porters, stouts, stuff like that, just for the smells that you get out of it. Um, but as far as like as a brewer, the I feel like usually most brewers are are artisans and like crafting a beer. You, you can definitely do that with barrels. Um, you no know, pilsner or lager is fun to brew. It's very consistent, very time oriented, but like. Being able to blend barrels and, and take a barrel and, and blend it with another barrel that has a different characteristic that you wanna showcase is, is that's the kinda of the fun part of it. Yeah, these funky beers are fun, you know.
2: Absolutely. Before we toss the break, what's one thing you want to say to the audience as a final word about Amor Artis to get people? Actually, let me stop myself. Am I pronouncing it correctly? So
28: it's Amor Artis. Amor Artis. Yeah, Amor okay. Artis, Amor Artis and Amor, Amor Artis. Kind of everyone's, but it's, it's technically Amor Artis. <laughs> okay.
2: Amor artist. I gotcha. I'll remember that. I won't. I won't. I won't emphasize the I, I anymore. <laughs> um, what's the final word you want to get out about your brand, about your beer, to the audience to get them to come out and obviously support you?
28: Um, simple man, we make good clean beer um, and we make a lot of different styles. We're. I've been doing this for 11 years commercially, I started in Alaska, went to Asheville, then opened up in my hometown of Fort Mill, South Carolina and um, when you come into our spot it's like cheers, it's warming and welcoming, we've had the same bartenders basically since day one, um, we're a family run business and uh, we appreciate the support
2: awesome Travis thank you for joining me we're going to toss the break and come back with more from Woodstock 2023 from
1: new group Cheers. back road dust blowing in the wind pickup trucks start rolling in sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low oh oh break out of that long week state of mind gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side, real slow. Oh, oh, and we got Zach Brown playing in the background.
5: Welcome back to Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. We're on location at Woodstock here in Bowling Springs, South Carolina at New Groove. Running to someone that is on my list to interview that I've never heard of, never heard of the brewery. And so this will be a surprise to me along with our listeners. Tell me who you are, where you're from, and what brought you here.
29: All right, so uh, my name is Brett Reed. I'm from Alga Beer Company in Pensacola, Florida and uh what brought us here is just drinking good beer we uh we've known uh the new group guys for a little while actually one of my business partners thomas he's known them from their time doing a competition drumline stuff and uh, that's kind of how we've got that introduction with them uh earlier or last year in october uh dodson came down and poured at our octoberfest and so to reciprocate the favor we decided to make the trip up to south carolina for woodstock so that's what awesome. brought us here today
5: so what did you bring for
29: uh, everyone to try uh today we brought uh, our core american lager it's named east hillsner it's a american corn lager with cascade hops uh in 2022, it was voted best American lager in the state of Florida. So, at the Best Florida Beer Championship, so that's super dope. I always like to so point out. You got that some out. medals. Yeah, got a few. Um, then we brought uh, Dark Bloom, that's an Imperial Stout, our barrel-aged Imperial Stout with coffee, cacao nibs, hazelnut, and uh, vanilla. And then we also brought a cast conditioned barley wine aged on oak and vanilla. So, nice. Yeah.
5: So, have you had time to try any other breweries, beers, while you're down here today?
29: Yeah, so I've had a few, uh, probably too many. Is there I'm...
5: anything that stands out to you?
29: Uh, right now, any of those new grass lagers are incredible. Uh, and then that Scuffernong uh, Mixed Culture Saison is perfect. I, I, I don't really have any notes for that other than it's no. perfect to drink as much of it as you can.
5: So, I'm... I'm very lucky the fact that here in the upstate new grass distributes you know they're just across the line in sure. north carolina yeah they distribute beer down here they do a really good job
29: yeah i'm gonna take a bunch of it home with me can, yeah <laughs>
5: awesome
14: yeah
29: um yeah i think whatever they've been putting beers in front of us all day and i can't i can't stop drinking them.
5: so before we end up the show is there anything that you want to talk about uh to our listeners about your brewery, anything that y'all do differently than other breweries, or do y'all do special nights? Do y'all have food? I mean, anything you want to add? Uh, just
29: in general, uh, we try to take try not to take ourselves too seriously. At the end of the day, we're selling beer, you know, like uh, let's all relax a little bit. Uh, nothing has to be too pretentious. That's kind of our motto. Like we, yeah, we want to be laid back, and you know. We want it to seem like we're laid back. We work really hard at making it look like we don't work really hard. So, uh, yeah, don't don't
5: discount the Panhandle, of Florida, because there's a lot of good beer down there, not just us. Absolutely. Well, folks, uh, thank you for your time. Well, it's been two
1: months since I drank a little too much, said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff, moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me, said I was nothing but a long-haired hillbilly. I'm sitting. You saw me here If she ask about me, oh I'm rocking rockin' I won the lottery. Everybody's talking, money in the bank, gas in the tank, little howdy ride a shotgun in my new Mustang. If she ask about me, oh I'm rocking rockin'
4: Wayne here from Nepseat Bear Boys Podcast, we've got Ben from Prolific Brewing in Newborn, North Carolina. How you doing today, bud? I'm pretty good. I'd say so, especially by the hat you're wearing. Uh, you're from North Carolina, but you got a Georgia
30: Bulldogs hat. So, what's up with that? So, uh, yeah, I grew up in Georgia. I'm from Savannah, and I've uh, been a Georgia Bulldog fan my whole life. Hey, we can't fault
4: you for that. You know, I grew up in South Florida, so I'm a Florida fan, so don't hold that against me. So, you're here in uh, Bowling Spring, North Carolina, for the, or South Carolina, for the uh, Woodstock Brewing uh, Wood Age Beer Fest.
30: What beers did you bring today? Um, we brought quite a few beers. Uh, we try to make sure that we bring a, a, um, a variety of beers for people to try. So from a barrel age standpoint, we brought a barrel-aged sour with uh, black currants and uh, red raspberries. And we brought a rye barrel-aged imperial stout that we use with Commerce Vanilla. Mm-hmm. But uh, we also brought an imperial stout that uh, people seem to like um, that has... a. Uh, Macadamia nut coffee, coconut, and uh, maple syrup from Vermont. Um, we also brought our cold IPA, which is my favorite beer that we make uh, right now. It's a petite beer, it's 4.1% that we did, and I did it for my daughter. And we also brought a uh, New Zealand uh, pale lager that uh, we mash hopped with uh, Nelson Solvent and use a thiol uh, lager yeast. So it's, it's kind of dank, it's a little uh, like weed, kind of, but it's, it's different, it's, it's fun.
4: All right, so what's your connection to the Josh and Jonathan of New Guru Brewing here in South Carolina?
30: Yeah, um, me and uh, Jonathan got together a couple of years ago um, when we were first getting started, and uh, I was coming through, and they said, yeah, you want to brew a beer? And I came through, and we uh, decided we want to brew a big barley wine. So that was kind of uh, the uh, the birth of uh, our relationship is we brewed a beer a couple of years ago that's going to be releasing, I would assume, later this year that's— uh, it's going to be really really fantastic uh, me and Jonathan and Justin brewed that beer and it took us uh, quite a long time to make that beer and I've been, uh, I came to Crispy Fest uh, this past year and this is uh, something we'll probably continue to keep doing since uh, Jonathan and Josh are just great people alright so hopefully you'll be back for Crispy Fest because
4: actually all three of us of the podcast missed Crispy Fest 2022 for various reasons so um, hope to see you back there so outside of the beers you brought,
30: what is your favorite beer here? Um, I'm a lager guy, um, and uh, Newcrass brought a Czech Pilsner, man, that I really like. Uh, I'm friends with uh, the guys at Zul's. Their, their, their Czech Dart lager was really, really good. Um, probably on the style side, I would say Incendiary, man, brought a Stroot waffle Stout, man, that I thought was pretty solid, too. So there's a lot of good beers here. It's hard to really nail it down to one.
4: Absolutely. I agree with you right there. So since you guys are newborn, Newborn, North Carolina, tell us a little, little bit about your location and brewery there.
30: Yeah, so we, we have kind of a, an interesting uh, dynamic. Uh, we share a brewery with someone else. So we do a, a, a dual proprietorship um, until we actually get our own um, tap room. So we, we have a couple of taps at their tap room, and then we uh, distribute throughout the, the city to uh, various different tap houses, um, and hopefully in... Later this year, maybe twenty twenty four, we will be able to outfit our own, uh, you know, brick and mortar place. Awesome. Keep us posted there. So, any final words you'd like to have there
4: for us today, Ben?
30: Nah, man. Just uh, thanks for uh, you know having us here at uh, this uh, festival, and thank you guys for supporting, uh, you know, Josh and them here at New Groove, and for what you guys do for for beer and getting it out there for people like us who are new, especially uh, trying to uh, build a brand, trying to build our our. Uh, our you know our beer reputation in this industry and we we have a pretty good one and we want to keep uh kind of keep that going
4: all right so it's kind of like the saying says rising tides list all boats so we we greatly appreciate you guys and we definitely believe in that so uh thanks for coming out and we hope to see you back here in the spring any final words
30: nope just uh everybody keep bearing on man you know beers you know what keeps us all together man keep drinking
4: all right, thanks for being on the show, and thank you so much, and uh, I'll see your boys, and we'll
1: be back in a minute. Say goodbye to the cold, I think it's time for a new suntan. Find your flip-flop state of mind, see some blue through your red ray Boys
5: podcast been here all day talking to some really good breweries and run into some people that uh, love beer just like the Upstate Beer Boys. So
7: tell me who you are and what brought you here, sir. Hey, I'm Mayor from the City of Edmonton. It's uh, family, fun, and good times. And that's what... We're all about. Absolutely. So, what was your favorite brewery or favorite beer that you had today? My gosh, everyone was. It's hard to say that because everyone is on their point game here today. Absolutely. And it's just, the atmosphere is awesome just to see everyone coming together, having a great time, and experiencing different things from all over the state <laughs> of South Carolina and away from South Carolina. So, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, there you go. So, are you a dark beer guy, lager, pilsner? What's your favorite style? If it would be me, which I am me, mean, it would be a lager. Lager, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so many flavors here. There are. That is amazing. There's all kinds of dark beers, because
5: this is Woodstock. Yeah. all kinds of dark yes. beers. But they're all unique because there's one in there that's got banana in it. They use vanilla, all kinds of adjuncts. And I saw,
7: I tasted some coffee.
5: Yeah, was a lot of coffee, coffee in a lot of
7: cocoa nibs. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's been great. It's just, a, I don't know. If, if you miss this atmosphere, you really miss something today. Yeah. So, you are rocking a holiday, Bruin. <laughs> they haven't been on our show yet, but they're they're set up for it. They're coming. But, see, uh, I always rock holiday because they're going to be the superstars of M in South Carolina. They already broke ground. Absolutely. I mean, they've made a major investment in our community. Yep. They're bringing an outstanding restaurant, burgers and bakeries with them. And it's just going to elevate us to another level. So they have your support is what you're they saying. They have our full support. Good deal. <laughs> well, is there uh, anything else you want to say to our uh, listeners before we go off air? This is where it's at. Family, friends, fellowship. This is what America is all about. Absolutely. And it's friendly fun. Nothing, no shenanigans going no on. No shenanigans. shenanigans. Just- this, you, you can feel the love in the atmosphere. Yep. And, and that's a, some, this is what we're all built on.
5: Absolutely. I saw some kids running around. Yeah, too, so. kids
7: are here too. Having yep. a great time.
5: Well, thank you, sir, for taking the time.
7: Absolutely. And uh, former uh, first responder. so yeah. that's even better. Oh, yeah. It's in been Spart- a great life. In Spartanburg oh. County. Yes, sir. It's been a great life. Stay with
1: us as we have more people talk beer. Back road dust blowing in the wind. Pickup trucks start rolling in Sky turning colors when the sun starts singing low Oh, oh Break out of that long week state of mind Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow Oh, oh And we got Zach Brown playing in the background Cans and the long necks getting nice It's Friday night out here, out here where the moon glows, the corn grows, and Lord knows that's how we like it. Pull your grew in close, get yourself a beer. It's Friday night out here, yeah.
4: Welcome to the Beer Boys Podcast. We are wrapping up Woodstock 2023 Wood Age Beer Fest here at New Brewing, Bowling Springs, South Carolina, gentlemen what kind of day have we had today it was amazing
2: i like i like ripped through all my interview assignments and then i just went and like i just want to drink now um but yeah my, my was like my, my mentality was was work first play second but i don't know it was a great day that's all that's all i that, that's my big that's my big takeaway
5: Obviously, I didn't have as much fun as y'all did because y'all are drunk. I always have fun. Whether I'm drunk or not, that's all it is.
3: <laughs>
4: Sir, I am perfectly fine. I just uh, played first, recorded second. That's all. Maybe that's
2: my right problem. Maybe I put work first. I don't know.
4: <laughs> all right, so we talked to a lot of different breweries. Yeah. Um,
5: Who'd you talk to, Stephen? I talked to some pretty good breweries, some from out of state, some local, some that want to be on our show that uh, would definitely be a good adding to our upstate people. So we'll see see what happens, see hopefully y'all like the breweries I talked to today.
2: Wayne, we've got a special guest here to wrap up our Best in Show segment, as we normally do from festivals. Who's in here with us?
4: The uh, infamous or esteemed uh, Beer Me GVL, a.k.a. Brian, from uh, Greenville, South Carolina. He uh, is the honorary fourth Upstate Beer Boy today. So tell me, out of the best of the best of the best, who do you
31: have? Just to be clear, fellas, uh, first off, thank you for having me on your podcast. I was actually given a very slim opportunity to join these fellas today. uh, As my wife indicated last night, late. Hey, why don't you go to the Woodstock Festival? Huh, that's interesting. You want me to go to a beer festival? That's kind of weird. Sure, I'll go there. No worries. Um, So this being one of my first or one of my... (laughs) Three first First Brewery Festival Adventures here in the upstate. Um, I found myself locked down with the, uh, the Wood Barrel Aged Fellas and Fellettes. Um, I did have a favorite. I think that my, uh, my favorite of favorites here was uh, from Incendiary. It was a um, late, dry hopped something. I don't remember, but it was good. That's all I know. Well, with that being said, I'm going back to my pretzels. I have two, two uh, to shove down my face, and then um, I'm out of here. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. I do appreciate it. Yeah, how did you wind up getting two pretzels, not one? Well, it comes to two pretzels these days, guys. Um, (laughs) Before, when I came to New Groove, it was just one pretzel, and it was a nice, giant pretzel, but apparently they went to two pretzels, and their beer cheese is phenomenal. So if you're ever up in New Groove, I highly recommend the pretzels with the beer cheese
2: Wayne the Sage what's your top beer on the
4: day looking at the list of the different beers I checked today which is quite a few I would say as far as flavor goes there's two that stand out Monkey in Charge from Jukes Ale Works out of Nebraska with their Thai banana was fabulous and vacation land from Petty Thieves out of Charlotte, North Carolina. They're sour. A lot of flavor there. Um, I can't pick one beer because every single beer I had today was just fantastic. Whether it be an Imperial Stout, a Barley Wine, a Hell's Lager, a Sour, everything was fantastic. Can't pick just one.
20: Yeah, and that's
2: a great point because I noticed that today it wasn't just, you know, you go to a festival with a lot of barrel-aged beers. You think they're going to be heavily, highly boozy, really, like, super high-gravity. And there were actually a lot of low-gravity beers today. Um, and I had a great one of them that, you know, they're all great. Unfortunately, we've had, we tried a lot of beers today. They all kind of blend together in my brain. But one that sticks out was the uh, tequila barrel aged beer from uh, Charlestown Fermentary. Um, that tasted like really like a low gravity margarita. It didn't it didn't jump out at me as far as punch you in the face, booziness. But it was really good, a lot of lime, a lot of salt. Really just tasted like a margarita in a beer. And honestly that's the one of everything that sticks out to me that like really made like kind of sectioned out its corner to me just kind of like be different be a little bit quirky that sort of thing because like i said the the barrel aged beers the dark beers the stouts they all kind of do kind of blend together a little bit uh they're all great everything was great i was really happy but that was the one that stood out to me steven the mayor best in show what you got
5: what was the uh monkey beer what was the name of that? From Jukes. From so obviously I didn't try a lot of beer. I only tried four beers today. Because I want to be able to drive back to Malden without any problems. Because the police on 29 and 85, are, they will get you for going five miles and over. So anyway you got to chill out that lead foot, my friend. <laughs> no. The banana in that beer from them was from Juke was really good.
4: Yeah, monkey in Charge. Still.
5: Monkey in Charge, yep. Um, everybody was very phenomenal, though, as far as the breweries wanting to talk. and Some didn't want to be on the interview, but that's okay. okay. Still had a good time, right?
2: Hey. You know what? Sometimes you got to show up to get people to, to well, be a little more forthcoming.
5: Fi- up, we're just shy.
2: Let's go around the table. Final word from Woodstock 2023.
4: All right. So great beer fest. Um, the weather was great. There is not a cloud in the sky. Everybody bought, brought this fire beer. Everybody was, the hospitality was great. So no complaints here from the Sage at all whatsoever.
5: I'll leave you with this. If they have it again next year, come out. Even if you just do the basic general admission, you'll have a good time. I will
2: say it's not just a big, high-gravity type of beer fest. There's low-gravity stuff that's exceptional. The flavors are on point.
3: It's,
2: if you want to get smashed really quick and get those barrel aged, get those barrel aged beers, no problem. You will not be disappointed. But there's super low gravity stuff that will excite you nonetheless. And of course, wouldn't it be right to not give the final word to our special friend and guest at gville What's your final weird, final word, rather? Final from weird? final weird. He is a fi- lot weird. Final weird word from Woodstock 2023 at me, GVL. His wife said, yep, he is. New. All right, guys,
31: here's what I got. Just want to give a quick shout-out to my homies over at uh, Southside Brewing. Um, you did a really good job on your nightmare logic. I did love the peppermint pop on the chocolate. So, uh, southern so, side. Southern side. Is that what I said? Southern side? Yeah, South southern South side. Southern side. Well, southern side. He's South side strong. Drunk. He's strong. Whatever. I'm not really drunk, but these pretzels are great. Um, yeah, again, Southern Side Brewing, the nightmare logic – Your barrel-aged imperial stout with cacao nibs and peppermint was outstanding. Thank you, that's it.
2: Gentlemen, my friends and co-hosts, I think I hear a familiar tune. We're just boys, we like beer. If you think that's kind of hazy,
1: Lord will make it clear. We're just just boys, we like beer. If that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondells, IPAs, cider styles in the USA. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. i like that. beer, boys.